Shout out to everyone in the world. This is Sound from Club Ambition. This is the Club Ambition Podcast. Welcome back again. Starting the week off the episode with another local track. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's a throwback. <laughs> wow. It's mine, my moment to shine and prove to the world that it's my time. I learned my grind, earned my light in the line. It's brighter, fight with a rhyme. I'm dreaming. Listen to the scream and I hear it in my head. Right there, continuing the tradition every week of playing a Rhode Island artist, independent artist right there. That's the, the new Drake track, Freedom, <laughs> Freedom Rings. Nah, that right there is a Chachi Carvalho. Carvalho's, uh, yeah, Carvalho, Carvalho. Carvalho, and, you know, we have him in the building as well. Welcome him. You know, today he's going to be a quick guest for very important news for Rhode Island. Word. Thank you for coming through. Yo, thank you for having me. It's a, a blessing to be here. I feel like I'm <laughs> famous because I'm no, you here are, you are, bro. right now. You know listen, what I you, mean? You are, I made it. No, listen, you are very important to um, the Rhode Island community. Your name is highly respected, rightfully so. So it's an honor for you to be here. One of hopefully many more visits to come in the Absolutely. future. We definitely want to have you um, here because yeah. we had a, a dope off-camera conversation. So we know Absolutely. that. Well, you're, yeah. the, you're the type to, we could throw any hip-hop uh, topic on you yeah. and just get some dope um, discussion out of you. So, hey man, I'm excited. Thank I'm you. I'm ex- really, really excited to be here. Excited that you chose that record right there. That's yeah, yeah. old. Freedom Rings. But it still feels like super relevant. Yeah, yeah. I was and about to say, it was like timeless stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, man. You know like, I mean? like the heat's still expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more expensive than ever. More Thanks expensive. to Rhode Island Energy. Sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, you know? And, and it was crazy because that I don't have a lot of videos. Yeah, yeah. And... That video we somehow were able to shoot inside the Rizzi um, Museum, the Rizzi Library. Oh wow, I saw that. Yeah, like like, where is the, that? Like that clock, it was in the, in the Rizzi Library, and just like a, a plug. But damn, they were like, "You want to do what?" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I want to put some break dancers up in here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's fire. But yeah, so it's, you know, still relevant. And I, and I, that was like the last video where you know my pops was actually had a quick 
cameo in there, you know wow. what I'm saying? So while he was still alive and oh, my and my daughter was little, 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 and now she got a kid, so it's Full like circle. crazy, you know. Full I mean? circle, the generations yeah, are going. So, but yeah, we're here, man. I'm Sound, your weekly host. And we have also Marlon in the building, the co-host and producer right there. Yes, yes. And Noel, the co-host extraordinaire right there. He's going to give you guys some hot takes uh, later on as the podcast continues. Every week he got some hot takes. (laughs) You know, but um, yeah, Rhode Island. uh, Very important news from the beginning. Uh, The legend is here, Chachi. But on top of that, it's not just because he's very significant to Rhode Island. He has important news to bring us. Absolutely. There is a million dollar opportunity for the kids of Rhode Island a million dollar scholarship opportunity and break down the details for the scholarship for those who don't know out there yeah so the um the transform Rhode Island scholarship is the is the only scholarship of its its kind and it's unique specifically to Rhode Island high school students so it's the only scholarship where you can be a freshman and apply for it right it's not designated money that's specific only to college wow. but it's money that can be used to help improve your life meet any needs that you have and um the beautiful part about it is that you have to respond to the prompt of if you had a million dollars yeah to improve the lives of those who needed the most in the state what would you do wow um so it's a it's a really simple question um but it also takes a little bit of thought you know so there, there are no wrong answers, so everybody is eligible to apply. Um, you know, you could dig back into your own circumstances or the circumstances of the people around you. And, you know, some of the most amazing inventions and ideas that we have are super simple. You know, like, what would you do without a fork or a spoon? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. so it, it, sometimes we get in our own way by thinking our ideas aren't good enough or aren't grand enough. Yeah. Um, but for this, when you're coming up with an idea to help others, um, sometimes the simple ones are the ones that resonate the most. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we're very, very fortunate that the Papito Opportunity Connection um, is the kind of driving en- engine behind this scholarship. Um, this is the third year for the Transform Rhode Island Scholarship. Um, the scholarship is live now. Again, all Rhode Island high school students are eligible to apply, and they just have to answer that one question. Um, if you had a million dollars to help improve the lives of the people in the state that needed the most, what, what would you do? And how does it work, uh, Chachi, when it comes to the actual million dollars? Is it going to be one student that gets a million dollars? Break down for that, for people out there, yeah. you know, interested. So there'll they'll be, they'll be 10 finalists. Uh, similar to last year, there'll be 10 finalists. Five students will be awarded with $5,000 scholarships just in support of the ideas that they contribute. Two students will be awarded $10,000. Two students will be awarded $15,000. Wow. And then the finalists, the winner will be awarded $25,000 of funds that they can use to improve their own lives. Yeah. Plus, they will have an opportunity to sit with a team that's going to exhaust a million dollars in resources to actually implement their idea. So it's like, you know, you can have an idea, and if that idea gets selected as the winner, you actually get to prove it. You get to try it, and um, I think that's the that's the beautiful part. That's what makes this scholarship so special. That's amazing. That's what makes it so unique, and we definitely need every Rhode Island 
high school student to apply because every Rhode Island high school student is eligible. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter what school you go to. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you're from. You could be in private school. You could be homeschooled. If you're a high school student, yeah. you, you, you have a, you're eligible to apply. I love that. I love that, man, because, you know, it's that mm-hmm. simple concept of, you know, mom, I don't want to go to college, but I have this amazing idea. I yep. want to, you know, scholarships aren't possible, but this is an opportunity for those out there who want to do a scholarship and want to get some money and want to do some good for their state, specifically here in Rhode sure. Island, sign up for the scholarship. You don't have to be college-bound or a college student of any degree. Yeah, you know, that's I'm, amazing. I'm so glad you said that. You know, like some of, I think back to, you know, like my dad, who had like a fourth-grade education. Yeah. Some, you know, some of the smartest people I know, you know, didn't go to college. Some of the smartest businessmen I know didn't have a college degree or a background. Wow. Um, so... College isn't for everybody, and this is a, you know, but scholarships, uh, you know, go hand in hand with college or college readiness. This is an opportunity for students who may not be college bound, who might have a great idea, might have another career path in mind, you know. Yeah. Um, And they can apply for this scholarship because the money doesn't have to go to college. It goes to helping them. Wow, amazing, you know. So, big, big unfortunately, we got two, two college dropouts over there, so they weren't, you know. If I, I was I was at one point, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. They're good. Uh, you know, I did, <laughs> I, especially Noel. No, they're no, great. Yo, college isn't for everybody, you know. No, that's, that's fact. A fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Marloon, we pushed Marloon through. Marloon almost didn't. I had, Marloon didn't. I, I had the dropout paper signed up. Yes, uh, Marloon was ready to leave. Semester. Mm. Yeah. I, I carried it with me every semester. Every semester, I wanted to drop out. Yeah, I got yeah. my bachelor's as an adult. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. Sh- no yeah, shame no in shame. my There's game. No yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me 20 years and three colleges. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck it. I learned how to open beer with just about anything. But in reality, you know, you know uh, I, I think the, the, the important thing is that we, as adults and tastemakers in the world, yes. are yes. realists, you know, yeah. like, and, and support people behind yeah. what they want to do. Like, this is great. Just the the energy around having a bunch of young people who, you know, have ideas that might never get listened to. They might have ideas in school and don't feel like they have space to share that. They might not feel like they have power or have say or have voice. Yeah. And this gives them an opportunity to not just express that voice and express that power, but potentially win some dollars to support mm-hmm. that as well. And, and I think that's... No, that's it's a, a beautiful listen, thing. You know? It's, a, it's amazing. amazing. I, I love it. It has my full support. Yeah. But also, quick breakdown. Let's talk about, you know, specifically, I would say the city of Pawtucket. You know, you are a legendary man, in my opinion, arguably the face of Pawtucket. When it comes to Pawtucket, I see you right away. Mm-hmm. Talk to the people of Rhode Island as to why you believe, Chachi believes that we should care about Pawtucket. What, why is Pawtucket yeah. such an important city when it comes to Rhode Island? Because there's always yeah. been like an ongoing joke from a youth, you know, the bucket and kind of yeah, look, yeah, they yeah, look yeah, down yeah. upon it. Yeah. But yeah. then you actually being from there and representing such, you know, yeah. historic, you know, actual current yeah. things still happening. Yeah. Talk about the importance of Pawtucket think, in Rhode Island. I think like for me, um, being of like Cape Verdean descent, you know, my family came from the Cape Verde Islands. My dad and mom came here in the early 70s um, with nothing. And for some reason, landed in Pawtucket. And Pawtucket has roots of being, like, the birthplace of, like, the Industrial Revolution with, like, Slater Mill. Yes, we talked about and, last week. And yeah. as a mill town that housed a bunch of factories, and everybody that I grew up with, whether they were 
Dominican, Cape Verdean, Portuguese, Nigerian, Puerto Rican, Colombian. Because we had, I had over 39 countries represented in my senior class. Wow. wow. So, so, right? And, and that's only grown. But my small city, right, attracted so many people because you can get a factory job, own a home, own a car, go on vacation to Rocky Point a couple times in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and I didn't know that we were poor until I got to college. And I'm like, yo, how's this kid? It's 1994. He's driving a 1995 car. How is that possible, right? Yeah. Not, not knowing because everybody around us kind of had the same means. Mm. And, and, you know, we just always you know, felt loved. I, I always had, like, pride for, for my city. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, even, like, coming out of music, you know, when you're younger, it's like, oh, you got to say that you're from Providence. You got to say that. I was like, no, nah, I'm not from Providence. I'm from Pawtucket. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I always, like, kind of wore it as a badge. Like, no, we're going to represent Pawtucket. We're going to yes. be who we are. Yes. And we were like, you know. And, and so I, I've always, like, had pride in being where I was from. And, no, you know, definitely no slight to Providence. I love yeah. Providence. Providence, I love Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, uh, I, I just, I love home. I love watching people from where we're from when. Yeah. I told you that right when yes. I walked out. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy, like, to be here. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because it's an honor to have I you. do, man. I love watching us win. But, you know, there's something special about home. Like, I, I connect deeply with with that city man because it provided everything for me yeah. it gave me the foundation to to be inventive and creative and yeah, yeah. and and supportive and to to show love because I, I always felt those things from the people yeah. around me you know yeah whether it was from friends family you know whether it was from you know you know me getting in trouble at my boy's house and his mom yeah phew, Whooping. giving me the business calling my mom so I got the business when I went home too you know what I mean but listen, that's, that's, that's love you know that's love yeah listen people always tell me like oh when are you running for the when in, when are you going to run for the mayor of Providence blah 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 mm-hmm. but a better question I would say is when are you going to run no, for the mayor no, of listen, Pawtucket I, look the, the mayor of Pawtucket right now you know what I'm saying Don Grebian <laughs> like that's he, he is so great at what he does and I have no clue how he does it. I don't know how mayor's mayor. You know what I mean? It's a non-stop job. It's a 24-hour job. You, you're tasked with being the CEO of the entire city that has multiple departments, so many moving parts, so many employees. Every day is a different load of like yeah. things to troubleshoot, problems, things to take into consideration. Um, so you got to manage people, you got to manage systems, you got to manage departments, you got to manage police, you got to manage fire. Mm-hmm. It's so much. And on top of that, as an elected official, everything that you do and say, you're, you're under scrutiny. You're never going to make everybody happy, but your job is to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. It's an impossible task. So I don't understand how mayor's mayor. Yeah. I would not want to do that job. I, I wouldn't wish that job on anybody. And yeah. I, I think, you know, when there's like a lot of like pushback about like mayor's salaries and this and that, like they deserve every penny. Teachers' salaries, they deserve. Give them the bag. Give the teachers the bag. Give the mm-hmm. mayors the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're doing really, really difficult jobs. You know, so um, I'm really happy with where I am. I'm. I, yeah. I was appointed as the first chief equity officer for the city. I get to like work with all small based community organizations and help direct resources to them. Yeah, congratulations on that again. Congratulations. I get to help bring people from the community who don't see themselves 
working in the different departments in the city and be like, nah, 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 come apply, come check this out. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So like working to just make sure that the city as a whole is working towards being more diverse, more inclusive, anti-racist, yeah. um, and a reflection of our community, which again, right, houses people from all corners of the globe. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a, you know, to me, like that that's a it's a special job. It's a tremendous honor. Um, but I, I'm not really like uh, into politics like that. Mm. I'm not like I'm not political. But yeah. I'm hoping that just me being there as somebody who was like born and raised in the city, came up through the school system, owns a home there, right? I live there. I'm not. I'm raising my sons there. Um, I hope that me being in that role inspires a young Cape Verdean, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Colombian kid to be like, oh, you know, there's, there's a kid out there that is meant to be, you know, the next mayor. You know, yeah, yeah. and I, I hope that yeah. you know I, I can help kind of inspire that. No, I, I love that. But. I love that, man. Uh, you, you know, you made me. Rethink. I'm definitely. I was. Oh, should hey, I run? You know, I'm like, I thought it was gonna be easy. Huh? Yeah, it's Look, true. It's yeah. a hard ass job. There's a lot of stuff to yeah. do. You know, it's a 24. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, it's, man, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. real. Got it's him real. Off, got him it off his eye. It's real always. smoke. Yes, yes. <laughs> real smoke. You know. No, listen. I, I, I already, I already see it because I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who have given the smoke to, you know, mm-hmm. some, uh, some of our mayors and uh, politicians yeah. in the, in the city. So yeah, I've seen it. You know, yeah. When it, when it comes to <laughs> being on the receiving end, yeah. You know, if a young one of me comes around, I'll be like, damn. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's gonna be some tough, tough to take, but, but no. But that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Man. Like it's, it's, it is, man. Like this, like I love the fact that now with like platforms like yours, Mm -hmm. like young folks have extremely powerful voices. Like you guys, I'm like so proud of you guys because I appreciate you. You guys have such a powerful voice and such powerful influence on this community and beyond. um, That you know that comes with a tremendous responsibility as well, right? You're like you go out and you're like superheroes, and you know it's crazy, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be like, damn. But then, you know, if you, you you got children too. Yeah. And you're always gonna be a superhero to them. So yeah. if you can treat, you know, the the children of this community, you know, in, in the same way that you treat your own children and like want the best for them and like care for them, um, and you know, continue to feed them with the information that yeah. they need to be successful. Then, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like God, God rewards that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, just. Don't be that mechanic, you know. Mechanic. God, damn, this guy's good. This guy is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, you dropping a lot of gems. Yeah, man. That was a good callback too. Yeah. Now listen, so there, there we have it. So you know, he's here briefly. So there was a quick stop by. Yeah. We definitely want to have him come back on. Um, but yeah, yo, apply for that scholarship. Yes, you know yes. What I'm saying? Like, Tell them where they can check it out. Yo, listen, pocfoundation.com. POCfoundation.com. That's the Papito Opportunity Connection. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? I got the sweatshirt. You got the sweatshirt yes, now, too. Yes, sir. Representing. Um, but it's really easy. Uh, if you go on the IG page, Transform RI, um, the, the scholarship application is super easy. It's not going to be, you know, you could submit it in multiple ways as well. You can write an essay if that's your forte. If you want to create like a PowerPoint presentation, you could do that. If you want to do a quick little three-minute selfie video explaining Mm. your idea, you can do that. It's that easy. Um, So the only thing is once you start the application process, you can't save it and go back. So you have to have kind of your, you know, your thought process in order. Have your idea all set before you start. 
and then just complete it and take a shot, you know? Like, it's a free opportunity and you might win 25 racks, you know, just for an idea and the energy generated yeah. by all of these people coming up with ideas on how to improve the lives of people in the state. Yeah, yeah. I'm on them firm believers in, like, you know, the universe conspires with us, you know what I mean, to give us the yeah, things yeah. that we want. So yeah. if you have all of this energy around, like, positivity and creating change and positive change, yeah. like, it's going to help make things better around here. I really for believe sure. that. No, listen, sure. it's got our full support. Um, Word. And, 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 yeah, also, thank you for coming through because, man, every time I think about... um. Him and just what he's done is almost like I get that image of like whenever people say like oh you gotta go when you go to Memphis whenever you go to Memphis you gotta check in with um Jay, Jay Prince, with Jay Prince. <laughs> right the classic Jay Prince yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you gotta go to Pawtucket this yeah, is this Pawtucket, is right here you gotta check in with Chachi we are back real quick uh talking about a lot of stuff today a lot of news to cover I want to talk about some local stuff before we get into the pop culture moments if you want to skip ahead you're more than welcome to. Uh, we have the timestamps every episode of readily available for you, but um, we want to also talk about this. Uh, put the screen when you get the chance, Marlon. Friday, February second, uh, they're gonna be doing a actual celebration, a memorial for uh, memorial for Jocelyn Dakota. Rest in peace. This is gonna be at two hundred and forty nine Main Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, starting at six p.m. Rest in peace, Jay Slade. This is the female that was murdered, uh, allegedly by an ex-boyfriend. We covered it last week. And, yeah, definitely want to keep sending the condolences to the family. And also, I didn't realize until after doing more research and recording that I knew this girl. We've interviewed her on the street, I believe, multiple times during street interviews at Daytrill, PVD Fest. And she was a fan of the podcast, and she wanted me to go on her podcast. And she also wanted me to be one of her clients because she braids hair and she always wanted me to stop by her shop and yeah get get a, my hair braided by her so that 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 made it hit home, uh harder man so definitely rest in peace you know a life gone too soon a mother leaving children behind for no fucking reason you know so condolences to this family um but yeah aside from this a lot of other more things happening in the city Let's see where we well where where shall we begin? Um, there were huge Palestine protests, protests pro Palestine protests happening on the highway that I drove by, and then it was I thought that's what I saw, but it was confirmed when you saw the the cops going crazy everywhere, and protesters literally stopped um, traffic on the highway I ninety five, and then the, the there was posts online and. Very controversial. People in the comments were saying, you know, arguing, especially locally. Oh, that's why I was late for work. There was people saying also, why um, why are people doing this? Why are people doing this? Uh, what benefit does this get them? And then there was also people saying, you know, well, well, genocide is more significant than traffic. You know, but I want to get both of you guys' this take just briefly because it's a local topic, but definitely want to get a brief take, especially, um, I don't know, uh, Marlon hates traffic. But this idea of, like, you know, protesters, <laughs> you know, this happening, especially on the highway, like, to stop traffic on the highway was, like, I've never, locally, I've never seen that before. Uh, Might have definitely happened, I'm pretty sure, in protests in the past, but that was pretty crazy to see. But what's your take? Should they uh, get out the fucking road? Or, obviously, you know, is there a... Bigger purpose here in your perspective, Noel? 
Um, so it has happened before in, in Rhode Island. I remember the Mike Brown thing. Mike Brown was killed. They took over the highway in high, in high school. And that was a whole issue because an ambulance got stuck, if I remember correctly. And that's usually the biggest argument against it is like, oh, you're endangering people's lives. What if the ambulance can't get through? Um, personally, I don't really care. I know nationally people hate when you take over highways. They hate when the environmentalists do it. They hate when people do it for protests. Especially Republicans. Republicans, nigga, will hate, they hate that shit. They be on Twitter like, fuck these people. They're fucking annoying. Don't fucking take over the highway. You're endangering people's lives. You're ruining people's days. Personally, for me, if it's not disrupting anything, then the protest doesn't work. Your protest isn't peaceful. It's not supposed to be peaceful. It's not supposed to be accommodating. It's supposed to be disruptive. So the thing that is the problem will be resolved. Yeah. Kind of defeats the purpose of a protest. Mm -hmm. I, I like yeah. that. What, what do you think, Marlon? No, I agree with him. What, would you would you add oh any I'm gonna focus it or is it going? Yeah, I'll focus we'll, it for we'll you. But let me see. One one comment I saw which gave me kind of Marlon energy, I was like, oh might be Marlon's burner. That's but so, crazy. But some, burner. Some, <laughs> might have been Marlon's burner account, but someone That's was crazy. like someone was like, I'm gonna just run them over. Yeah, they think like that. I they was do. like, damn, but would you what, what's damn, your perspective? You really think I would do that shit, bro? Maybe like if like you gotta That's go somewhere. Crazy, nah, bro. if it's a cause you don't fuck with, you running somebody over. I could see it. If it's like, some dumb shit, maybe. <laughs> you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're over here talking about some dumb. shit. If it's shit, for cats, <laughs> yeah. Fuck the cats. Uh, <laughs> I don't like cats. Um, <laughs> nah, but but I agree with I agree with Noel completely. Like if it's if it doesn't do something to piss off people, and and disrupt their flow in life, then it's not gonna get attention. Yeah, it has to do something like that. If not, people just oh, oh, you saw the protest on uh, on uh, uh, Roger Williams Park. What? No. Yeah. Where, where yeah. they at? Well, they all oh, they were at the at the music uh, thing. Yes, yes. But on the highway. Oh, oh, okay, cool. You gonna hear my bullshit on nigga. the highway? Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Yeah. I, and I get also the arguments. You know, people they gotta get to work. They, they who gives a fuck about? I don't give a fuck about that. Fuck work. I don't care about that. But. You know, I understand the whole like ambulance and shit like that. I I get that, but again, if it doesn't fuck up any type of flow, that ain't gonna do anything. Yeah, I That's think the reality. the worst part would be for me if I am. I saw a video that went viral. They were doing it. They Where were blocking they a bridge. It? This was I ninety five, like south, like around the Thurber's uh, Ave exit. But I remember seeing it happen in New York. They were covering the entrance of a bridge, and a man literally got out of his car, almost crying because of the fact that he had to go pick up his son, right? It was very urgent. Seemed like an emergency, possibly from the hospital. So then from that perspective, they let him go. They were like, you know, we because he was ready to fight them. Like, this is my son. Like, I, like, I, would you guys make me, I got to go pick up my son. So certain emergencies, certain occasions, you know, if the protesters are willing to move, set aside, move, you know, move to the side and let, let that person specifically go for emergencies, I feel like they should. Because if you are hindering emergencies, you know, yes, there's obviously... You know, you can make the. It, it depends how how far they're willing to go. They can be like, oh, we don't care if someone dies. Like if someone's not making it to the hospital and they die, because there's, you know, so people many much all money, much more other people dying yeah. over there. But I feel like at that point, it goes too far. Like if it was it, me it in traffic and I'm the one that might be in the ambulance dying, yeah, because like, I get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. But I get it objectively. Like mm -hmm. it's a fucking protest. Like no matter what they were protesting for. The objective of a protest is to be disruptive and to, you know, get people's attention. They nailed it. It, it worked perfectly. Yeah. I think the argument is, is like, 
you're upset over a protest that's disrupting your life and the protest is about a war where people are dying every day and they're getting bombed in their homes. Mm-hmm. That's the most first world complaint uh-huh. I've ever. Hundred percent. It's 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 not it's, it's not anyone's problem until it's happening to them. Exactly. Like your house yeah, yeah. is not getting bombed to death. That's mm-hmm. why we're doing this because yeah. their house is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. But moving on, we're on news. Um, another update with the Washington Bridge. The Washington Bridge, aka the Bridge from Hell of Rhode Island, has gone viral again because now breaking news. There's been a brand new report that the U.S. Department of Justice, that's right, the federal, the government of America, United States of America, they're sending in an inspector to uh, Rhode Island to help with the Rhode Island officials to officially examine the abrupt closure of the Washington Bridge. Because they closed Bridge it now, right? Because, no, no, they didn't. They still have it how it was, but the government finds it suspicious. They know something and they feel like something is up. They think that things weren't done at the proper timing. Funding is being questioned. Where did the money specifically go? They know that the citizens are upset, but at the same time, they're upset because, hey, this money that you got from us and your federal state, funding. what's going on here? We guys gave you this money. What did you do yeah. with our money now? I, I yeah, get that. All highways are built using federal yeah, funds. I get that, and right. I appreciate that. But if you motherfuckers ain't going <laughs> to hurry the process of it getting done, yeah, and get the fuck out. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you though. If they do find something, that's Gina Raimondo's administration, not Dan McKee's. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. hey, Gina, Gina, it's your fault, Gina. If this has happened under your administration, you know you can hate McKee if you want to hate Dan McKee. Our previous governor, Gina Raimondo, who's now in Washington, you know Gina. Everyone loved Gina. Gina, this happens to be your fault if something major happened here. And on top of that, um, they're saying that the inspection might take around. What, like uh, three to four more months? So basically, the time that it was going to take for the bridge to be fixed is actually the time that's going to take for it to be inspected. Again. Again. You know, um, there there's an official letter from the government that was released and sent um, to, you know, the city over here and, and Providence and the governor, Dan McKee's office got it. And um, yeah, this has gone viral because they know that something is going on there's no that there has to been some sort of false payments. This is not regular, you yeah, know. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated. I'll you know. tell you this: I didn't get any of that money that they didn't use for it. Yo, listen, and it is a date of. Okay, what is this here? Therefore, you're commanded to release the documentary material provided. There's a date, um, February 26 of 2024. They're gonna do at the U uh, U S Attorney Office. They are gonna do a civil investigation demand. Um, the government here in Rhode Island. This is signed by Chief Division, aka for layman's terms, a lot of serious shit is going down, and we're gonna we're gonna be here to update you guys with all this. Moving on, Rhode Island news though. Over the weekend, there was a huge, huge Providence Friar game, one of the most historic sporting events in Rhode Island history happened. Providence College was facing the Hoyas, you know, Georgetown Hoyas. Why is this significant? We covered it when. Former head coach, Ed Cooley, left to Georgetown. He left uh, after having many, many years here in Providence College, a lot of successful years historically. He left to Georgetown, and ever since then, he's been criticized. They talk about him on a personal level. They talk about him allegedly um, cheating on his wife. They go really in-depth and really hard when it comes to their hate for Ed Cooley. And Ed Cooley came back, and 
Ed Cooley lost. Georgetown lost, and Providence won. They beat the Hoyas 84 to 76 points. And Devin Carter went crazy. He was a player. He scored about, I believe, 26 points. Um, and yeah, it was mayhem at the actual. They call it. They still call it the dunk, but it's the AMP. And the actual fans, you guys saw the video that I posted that went viral uh, from Barstools. I think it was Barstools Providence uh, journalists that were there because Dave Portnoy had his team out here as well. They were going crazy. They were literally trampling over people. Like people like were getting injured. I think a woman was like hospitalized or something like that. That's hilarious. Like it was crazy, like mayhem. But it was all for reserved seating. It's not like they're like first come first serve. So it was like, why are we going this crazy? Because it's PC, you know. But it's, it's that fandom, <laughs> you know. But we see all these kids, and majority majority of them are white. You saw that it looked like all white kids, to be honest. So we didn't see any like you know viral posts of like these thugs or like nothing like we saw you know when people of color tend to do these type of things. That's the main headline, you know, the thugs and these. What's going on here? Nothing like that happened. You know, instead, it was just like, you know, a bunch of idiots, which they definitely were. But God forbid people were to die with these kids fucking trampling over just for hyping up the team that realistically I love. I love like, you know, sportsmanship, but to a degree, are you willing to die for them? Like a team that would not give a fuck about you if you pass away? Like you're just a ticket holder for them. That's all you're doing. Bro, you don't remember when the Patriots won the Super Bowl and they burned down URI? They burned a, a trash can? That's true. Bro, that, that's not New England shit. Nah, it's everywhere. Cause you, and when Philly, when the when the Eagles beat the the Patriots, they they burned down Philly. That's crazy. White people just love to riot. That's crazy. For like their sports teams, though. Yeah, they love to riot for their sports teams. But you can argue also like it balances out probably in the end because you know these sports teams do generate so much money to the city. Like this weekend, Providence downtown probably made millions. crazy bread, bro. Right millions now. of dollars, like historical numbers, because like the bars were packed, like it was crazy. Um, you know, so, hey, if they do some damage, I guess, to the infrastructure of the city, oh, the money that they make, it balances out. But that shit was definitely uh, pretty crazy to see. I wanted to go. I almost got in uh, through um, the DJing connection, et cetera, behind the scenes. But, you know, it was last minute. That shit was too crazy of a game. But hopefully we'll be able to go there in the future to cover uh, future games. Um, but that shit was crazy. That that was insane. Um, also, rest in peace, our former classical Student, Maya. Uh, Maya was a 24-year-old woman who was killed in a drive-by shooting, a random drive-by shooting. And this was uh, Maya Brafi Behrman in 2021, about three years ago now. And this man was Isaiah Pinkerton, 26 years old. He was found guilty of first-degree murder. But now they're saying that he will spend the rest of his life behind bars after being convicted basically with double life in jail um well deserved in my opinion this is a think think about the idea of a man just shooting a gun at random or accidental shooting accidental killing anyone killing anyone of that nature or just being uh, you know just shooting the gun in a in a situation where it's like you're not doing target practice this is real life and to try to do that and just out in the open it's like, come on. It's like, you deserve, you're, you're the bottom of the barrel. You shouldn't be out. You're a menace to society. You know, God bless him, you know, or maybe not. Maybe not God bless him. Maybe that's too nice. But I was raised, you know, in a very religious household, so God bless his heart. 
um you know but yeah that that piece of shit right there that that i got that news i was like oh wow justice is um finally served you know properly it w- it wasn't a, a scenario where the reverse happens where like he's out on bail or something that oof, that would have drove me crazy you know um but yeah that's that's it for Ro- Rhode Island news um let's get to the shit Nicki Minaj has dissed Megan Thee Stallion over the weekend in a response to Megan Thee Stallion dissing Nicki Minaj, right? Um, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a song called Hiss, and she alluded to bars on it that were obviously, in my opinion, to Nicki Minaj. She didn't say Nicki Minaj's name, but she mentioned uh, people worrying about Megan, but they should be worried about Megan's law. Megan's law being the law um, of what that that actual child um predators yeah, like, yeah, like, that they yeah. can't be around around children, around children. Yeah. basically alluding to the case of her family uh whether it's the husband Kenneth or, Petty or the brother or the brother so basically talking about Nicki Minaj's family Nicki Minaj took it personal and also when you watch the lyric video that Megan Thee Stallion did when it comes to the shots the lyrics turn pink when she's taking the shots that this is uh, I'm like oh obviously Cause it's like, oh, bitch, I'm talking about you, and it also was like, oh, you're scared. She's scared to mention names, blah blah. blah. Scared to mention this and that. Nikki went on a crazy tie rant the whole <laughs> weekend and just unloaded on Megan Thee Stallion. I've never seen Nikki. We see Nicki Minaj go off and like allude to shit, never to this level. She took the Megan Thee Stallion shit so personal, and she called out Megan Thee Stallion on every frontier. She said that Megan Thee Stallion lied about a uh, lied about uh lied on her mother when she did the Gail King interview because she did lie, technically, yes, because she said that she never had any sexual relations with Tory Lanez during the Gail King interview. And we, if you watch that interview, you, you could, it felt like a lie. And it was confirmed in the court documents where it's like, no, they did have a prior sexual relationship. You know, Tory's admitted. So it's like, you lied on your mother that uh, rest in peace passed away. Because um, if you're familiar with Megan Thee Stallion's career, her mother was very huge in her career because she passed away and that's what Megan Thee Stallion basically says is the reason that she suffers from alcoholism and she's very alcoholic and she drinks a lot. She suffers a lot because of her mother's passing. I think her mother had a, a part of her career also. Yeah, we met her and her mom first. Yeah, it was like a part of like management or something. Yeah, her mom was her manager for Yeah, a while. very heavily invested in Meg's career. So, you know, that hit home. So that was a shot. Then she said she called her Bigfoot because people always say that Megan Thee Stallion, they joke around that she looks like a horse. And her name is The Stallion. And right? she got shot in the foot. And, and she got she shot, in the foot. Get shot in the foot. Yeah, get up on your good foot. And it was like, okay, a lot of things she kept tweeting everything. Um, saying like her, your friend, your friend. Say what your friend called. Uh, say what you call your friend. You called her a dirty Mexican. You know, basically Promoting talking about. Promoting diss track too. Yeah, it's basically talking about Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Saying that Megan Thee Stallion called Cardi B a dirty, a dirty man. That's fucked up. That's crazy. That's a wild that's shit. That's insane. That's insane. A dirty, dirty Mexican. Mexican is insane. <laughs> because if you watch the comments, that's what Nikki stands called Cardi B. A dirty, dirty Mexican. Mex- they've called me dirty Mexican. <laughs> they call any Hispanic. They call any Mexican. Hispanic dirty Mexican. We're all Mexican, bro. Because so. I swear to God, her fan base is gay white niggas. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I swear to God, and they've proven it too. Hundred percent. Twitter. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Majority of her stiff fan base is like gay white niggas. Yeah. Oh man, you can have a couple gay white yeah. guys in your shit. 
Nah, relax, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this nigga's crazy. What's wrong no, with no, not, not gay white. Gay black. Gay, gay black. black. Be, be, be correct. Big cocks. Yeah. Let's talk about it for real. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy. The little witty, 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 little, little widow cock. No, nah, that's not happening nah, over nah, here. Wild. This horse dick out here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be one or two motherfuckers that's going to prove y'all wrong. Y'all going to wake up to cocks in your DMs tomorrow. Oh, I thought you was made in my face. Your face is crazy. I would be like, oh, shoot that shit off. Cut that shit off right now. Nigga. With my nails, nigga, somehow. You'll bite that shit off? Hey, yo. <laughs> the right price. That's not gay. To survive, so you, won't, you won't bite a dick off to survive? To That's su- not gay. Well, why do I have to bite a dick off to survive? What was That's it? the question. I don't know. Marlou said it. <laughs> <laughs> I might bite a dick off to survive. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. What's a dick going to do that's going to put you in a predicament where you need to survive, bro? All right, a nigga with a gun in his hand with his dick out. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, all right, just had a weapon yeah, and a dick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all we that's need. All we need. <laughs> all right. A fucking I, nunchucks and a dick. I'm, 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 I gotta kill him. But listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. Them niggas scare me, bro. Those white niggas, cause they be going hard. Listen, they've been going. This has been really crazy. They've been going off. They've been digging up receipts. Um, on both sides. And if you listen to the Megan song, I think it's actually a good song. I like that song. It's really, it's really good. Um, the is video, that the snake song? Yeah, the the hiss. Not the. I mean, the, there's both of them are snake songs. The first one she dropped, I think, a month ago was like a snake song. This okay. one is a snake as well. But the video's fire. Um, the production's hard. And Megan Thee Stallion raps great. She's a great rapper. Now is she a Nicki Minaj level rapper? Hell no. I think Nicki Minaj is the best female rapper of all time. Now when it comes to Nicki Minaj response record, I reacted to it. And people were kind of flaming me because they felt like I was scared of the barbs, which might be a, might be a little bit true because they did at one point fucking tweet my son's face and this and that, called him ugly, even though he's a beautiful uh, blessing from God. Shout out to Ocean. But it's like I wasn't being biased. I was just I did it without looking at Twitter like how I usually do. I just raw reaction. And then during the reaction, I'm like, let me look at Twitter and see. And everyone hated the Nicki Minaj record. First of all, it's called um, Bigfoot. The cover art is like an AI cover art of a Bigfoot. And it's like pink. And it's basically alluding to Megan Thee Stallion Bigfoot. And Nicki was like kind of saying like it's not a diss song. Like kind of previewing online, tweeting that it's not. Who said it's a diss? I never said it's a diss. So I'm like, what are we going to get here? So then when, I, when you get it, I think where she fucked up with was Nicki Minaj fucked up with a diss song to Megan Thee Stallion in a sense where everything she said on the record, she already tweeted about. The line about her mother. It was all the stuff that she tweeted that she went on Instagram live about. Everything that people saw over the weekend that was viral. So all she did was put that into a song and just released it. If she never went viral uh, on Instagram live, didn't tweet, didn't say a word, and just dropped a record out of nowhere after Megster dropped a record, way more impactful. And people would be like, what the fuck? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because when you listen to the song, she basically alludes to Megan Thee Stallion sleeping with Moneybag Yo. G Easy, Tory Lanez, um, uh, Trey Songs, French Montana. She said a lot of stuff that people in the industry that you might have known, but she's basically confirming all these things, right? And Megan Thee Stallion said it herself, like, I have fun. I've slept around. I've slept like she's like openly like many call it just like you know she's proud of her wholeness or her past wholeness, you know, to each their own. God bless. But Nikki just saying all this shit is like on record. It's like it should have more impact than it has right now. There's no impact. Niggas people are relax. people are calling it out. People are calling it trash. 
people are saying the song was trash. I think that the production is decent. I think that the delivery was like very like fun and like she's doing a Roman's voice. The second half is just like a podcast. I didn't she's hear talking, bro. Second half of the song, she's just talking with no beat. And she's like, mm, almost like the Joker. Like, mm, you've been warned. And like, you know, this is just part one. I have more secrets. And I'm like, <laughs> I have more secrets. And I'm like, time. fuck, drop the secret. I want, what else are you going to say? But then people in the comments were like, you being, bi- you being biased, this and that. Like, this is trash. I got to read this shit. Hold on. They're going, they're going crazy. <laughs> I got to see this. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard either one of the tracks. I, I haven't heard. I heard the main one. I haven't heard the Nikki one because I was like, but she I just did, told me the entire fucking song, so I, I don't care anymore. I did see that people were saying that that shit was not good. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I saw that. Thing is, a lot of people like Megan, so when I heard the, the reaction to it, I didn't take it seriously because I know Megan fans are as biased as Nicki fans and so are Cardi fans. So I got to hear it for myself. My thing is this, bro. These people are so disrespectful. They said Safari was writing her bars. So oh, man. I said, yo, shut the fuck up because Nicki will, fl- Nicki will out-rap Megan any day of the week. But that's what I don't get. Any day of the month. It's like people are forgetting that in this like criticism. What are like, we talking about? Because we reacted to her album together. right? Yeah. Oh, it was all three of us. Yeah, yeah. it was. So it was. we heard the Nicki Minaj uh, album that was around. amazing. We loved that album. We saw her rap amazingly. We saw how successful the album still is, doing crazy numbers. Um, the, one of the most successful albums in recent times, especially with hip-hop, is breaking records. I think it's platinum already. Hold on, hold on. 9K views, almost 266 comments. It hasn't even been 24 hours. Bro, they're going off. They, keep going. I'm gonna read these. <laughs> they're going talk. off in the comments, but we read one of them out loud. Read, read the top comment that they're saying out loud. Worst diss track in rap history. This is the top comment. Megan won fair and square. If she didn't have to mock domestic violence or dead relatives to do so. Wow. They're Listen, just... I do think that Meg first round has won. The Meg the Silent song is better than this song. The delivery that Nicki Minaj did here. It's more disrespectful, but it's a weaker song. Meg Thee Stallion didn't go as hard, but it's a way better song. The song is like a better. This is almost like people are saying on Twitter, this is like um, when Drake dropped Charged Up. Yeah. This is Nicki Minaj's Charged Up. Because at the end of this, like how Drake was kind of alluding to more is coming, she said more is coming. Now, will we fucking get a back-to-back? Will we ever get a back-to-back? Maybe fucking never. That's like in my our this is our generation's like ether like back to back is like gl- glorious you know to the point that Drake had to promise to not perform the song anymore anywhere. I almost won a Grammy, bro. Bro, it's cr- and he, I think he took it away from the Grammy nominations because like I didn't want this song like this is like this is this won. song. It would have won. won it. That shit was fire. A gr- like come on, yeah, bro. That shit was that's how fire. that's how that's scary. Bro, I grew, I was a dream chaser when that shit happened. I was like, fuck Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was going like, nigga, it's back to back, bitch. And then when you hear the stories of like how Drake was like in a oh hotel room, and then Meek happened to be upstairs with Nikki, oh and then Drake God. was just blasting back to back. Nah, that shit. What was the? Crazy. And he rented out the whole floor. Nah, and he didn't stop. That this shit thing, was disrespectful. That's crazy. Bro. Meek got quiet as fuck. Then he dropped thirty for thirty, nigga, and I was like, Psst. I was yeah, thirty I was for thirties. He yeah. said, "Yo, we didn't even know you hung it up." I was like, "Oh my God!" It took him a while, bro. It took him a while, bro. Bro, he just kept stomping on him, bro. So and then Meek's excuse was that he was on tour, this and that. He's doing with the Nicki but shit. was like, Meek, you're a battle rapper. What the f- battle, nigga? Damn. That was, I got to give Drake that W. That was a good W. Nigga, of course. That was like, a great W. Gotta, niggas, niggas don't want to give him the push. Obviously, okay. You got to give him the Meek. That's by a landslide. You got to give him the Meek. So will Nicki have a moment like this again? 
I, that's why I said in my reaction, I'm like, I feel like this is a taste of what's to come because she was saying it in the song. Now, she has to obviously realize, like, you have to live up to that shit now because if this is all you dropped, the niggas are going to, they're clowning you. They yeah. want more. Your own fans are like, mm, this is not enough. Like, what is, this is like, what, we heard this already. You said this on t on Twitter. Yeah. That's you gave your bars already up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you, you spoiled the song. Me, Percy, bro, if I love Nikki. I'm not a huge Megan fan, but love to her. Love her personality. Yo, Nikki, she brings up them Gucci main tweets from 2011, bro. You're going to get fucking torched. Oh, man. When Gucci was exposing the people Nikki was fucking in the industry, that including Nikki got him. BBL. Including, including him. Including him. Including him. And it was <laughs> a photo with Nicki Minaj and uh, allegedly uh, Gucci Mane's dick in her mouth. No, they said it was Photoshop. However, they said it was Photoshop. I think it is Photoshop because Nicki's face looks weird. But the shit he was saying, a lot of niggas confirmed after a fact. So let's see what happens, bro. If I'm yeah. Nicki... He said that she slept with him and Waka Flocka. You know, so... <laughs> yeah, he put her through the ring, he, he was going off. It was crazy. because <laughs> was that, a great time. Because he was a part of early on um, Nikki's career, crazy. for those who didn't know. Waka yeah. Flocka, businessman now. Yeah, no, I love Waka Flocka now. I, I know he's mad spiritual, nigga making gardens and shit. Oh, man. He's he's like, he's basically what NLE Choppa should be. Yeah. <laughs> or what NLE Choppa wants to be. Yeah, basically. But Choppa just keeps fucking bitches. Yeah, he's too horny, nigga. Yeah. You know what it is that he saw Tiana Trump's... Oh, he took his dick out for Tiana Trump huh? on during like, a Kai's live stream in the prison. Like he called over to like uh, I think a bathroom. Do you see it's on camera? And he like took his dick out, and she was like, like looking at it, and she was like walking away. How hor? Are you that horny, nigga? Damn. That's Tiana Trump, though, bro. I get it, but he took the moment. He took the moment. He took the moment. But she yeah, didn't. Yeah, she yeah. didn't want she, that yeah, shit. She didn't want to fuck right there at, at the um, moment. I and that, Kai that. walked back by like he didn't see nothing. Talking about you make you don't make shit for kids, nigga. You do, but you don't want to admit to it because that's no, just man. happening behind the scenes. That's what the fuck's going on. I hear it. God bless. God bless. Um, moving on though, Kanye West again. Kanye West is back in the news. Kanye West stands hate us, hate me. Whenever I talk about him, because they say, "Oh, how does he have no impact if uh, you're talking about him?" <laughs> okay, I guess you guys you you win the argument. Congratulations. Kanye West is back in the headlines though today because. And one of the dopest things I think he's done, he I, he gets the props fully from me when it comes to this situation today, when a TMZ paparazzi, I think her name was Melanie, famous uh, paparazzi because she's the white girl that chased after um, ASAP Rocky. She was Rocky jogging was after ASAP Rocky. Yeah. She had no shoes on and she was like out of breath and ASAP Rocky was like, oh, I'm going to buy uh, you dinner. Her. I'm going to buy you lunch. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the same woman. She Just approached. <laughs> yeah, she approached. Yeah, she kept up and she came up to Kanye and right away, Kanye, um... You know, uh, they say that you you control your wife and you're, you uh, do you does she have a uh, uh, no will. free will? Your wife has no free will, Bianca. Smashed he took the phone shit. right away. Pulled the bat, almost pulled he the bat bunny. He almost threw it at her. He almost threw it at her. But he then, he the, stopped the himself. The guy with him, the guy with him, said, "Yo, she's from TMZ. Be careful." Like yeah. if you listen to it clearly, he, yeah, says, he that. says that. Yeah, she's yeah, from TMZ, that's be my careful. boy. That's, um, we met him in Chicago. That's John Monopoly. Okay. Ja shout out to John Monopoly. John, Mon I have his number too. I want to try to set up an interview with him. John Monopoly was part of Kanye West's career early on. Uh. I think either Kanye's first or second manager, but I think he was Kanye's first ever official manager. That his cousin was his first manager. Then John Monopoly was the first like manager that wasn't related to him. Okay. Let's say then. Okay. <laughs> but so, no, yeah, yeah, no, because I remember the documentary, the yeah. guy who gave him the beats. Yeah, yeah. You remember that when he walked up to the car, the big black guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's my manager, it's my cousin. He's a little yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. And Kanye. He's a little weird. Kanye always tends to bring this nigga back around him, bro. My John Monopoly. There's something about him, like in Kanye. So I love that for John, but. Um, very dope guy. We met him in Chicago um, at the Don C conversation. 
that they had at the panel there. But he was there with I saw him today. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, that's John Monopoly. I guess he's back with Kanye West again, walking around. And yeah, he was telling him everything. He was trying to make sure, like, you know, like don't throw the phone, like, yo, give it back. But then Kanye approached the paparazzi and he told her like because he knew because yeah. once he found out it was tmz he's like i'm gonna talk to this girl yeah yeah he's like the 30 mile zone you tmz 30 mile zone are you a part of the the, the system like why are you coming at me you're talking to me crazy about my wife that's my wife yeah. like you guys can't be doing this. this is my wife and i think he's he has every single right to you know and at the end he literally even offered her to pay he wanted to pay her he got her information to pay her twice her salary he's like oh i'm gonna just send you this like you know like basically damn near like quit your job like, you don't need to do this. Like, like why would you do this? Like, don't you... Do you have kids? Do you have a family? Like, would, how would you like it if, you, if someone approached you like this? I agree. I find that shit crazy annoying when, like, you see how these paparazzis act and stuff. But hey, I do man. get the fact that it's a job, right? I'm about to go press him, bro. But, like, yeah. yeah. But it's... Nah, but it's... Kanye, are you gay? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, give me a job. Give me, give me a money. Give me a job. Mm, that be cool. I'm TMZ. I'm TMZ. I'm TMZ too. You know, I'm Z. I'm Z. I'm Z. You know, I'm the opposite. Um, that was a horrible joke. But um, <laughs> I wasn't but, gonna say anything, but I'm glad you did, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro. That, that shit was so bad. <laughs> bro, I looked away the moment. Yo, but we're we'll playing the clip for people who haven't watched it yet. Uh, in the background for you guys to see out there. Hopefully, we don't get copyright infringement from. Uh, Melanie and TMC. <laughs> you listen, Man, if we do, I just now. you just got paid double, bitch. Yeah, you got the money. Um, respectfully, you know. But in my opinion, when you look at it, she definitely did seem um startled and like her hands clutched up and like because she probably never dealt with this. Is always uh, love. Um, but in my opinion, she has had a lot of fucking annoying moments with her annoying voice and like she gets very like. And I guess that's her doing her job the good way. Like she's doing her shit, getting the content. But it comes off very, like, intrusive. So this was bound to happen to you, Melanie. Um, but God bless you. You know, listen, if you want to come on the platform, if you're, if you're watching this, uh, Melanie from TMZ, I would love to interview you, even if it's through Skype, uh, to talk about that, you know, interaction. Did you just say Skype? <laughs> yeah. Because I've been on TMZ before, and I, I, they use Skype <laughs> to, like, have people on. That shit uh, still exists? Yeah, yeah bro. They, um, I think Microsoft bought them out. They they be wanting the me they be wanting me to go on and stuff, but they kind of been weird with me. Like they'll they'll like pretend, like, be interested. Like oh, join at this certain time, blah blah blah, and then I'll join. It doesn't it didn't work. It was like it happened twice. Then they apologize after, but I'm like, all what? right, yeah. Because what they have is they have segments where like they get uh, online commentator um, commentation randomly about like a, a topic, and then they'll have like a random Skype from people just commentating for like. Literally 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the producer tell you via the Skype, all right, you're about to go on. Harvey's about to introduce, uh, about to put you on. Say say you're taking 20 seconds, just 20 quick seconds, boom, and you're out. They've always done that. And I did it, I did it twice on TMZ. TMZ Live, their show that they do, uh, is with Harvey and the black guy. Do you hear Marlon by any chance, or am I bugging? I don't hear anything. Let me see. Oh, I think, let's see now. Oh, it's not even going. It keeps saying, unless Kanye muted it, what the powers that be? First of all, also, Kanye's wearing a mask, a face mask again, high in his face again, high in his hands. John Monopoly to the left of him. This is very, um, uh, I would say Donda era. Is that nigga what do you wearing, say? Is that nigga wearing black Air Forces? I believe so. That is a killer. This is very Donda era-esque. Don't you think so? What, the um, The, the vibe that he even vibe? has, yeah. yeah. No, this yeah. is not even like the recent vibe, like when he was walking those shoes. This is very more Donda. When I hear enough. when okay. Donda was dropping, he kept a lot of black people around him. 
<laughs> That's the first thing I noticed. Let's see the interaction right here. Snatch that shit like a boss. It's okay, I'm a human being. All of this TMZ, this 30 miles on y'all set select, like, all this bullshit. I don't give a fuck what y'all got to do. But what y'all gonna do? What y'all got to say? Don't come at me with that shit, ask me that. You think you can walk up on me like that? What you think that you a white woman, you can walk up on me like that? And ask me some dumb ass shit like that? Yo, Kanye using the race card. He said, you think because you're a white woman, you can walk up. I don't think he ever abandoned those views. Bro, this is like very like OG Kanye. Now he's now he's like a, actually addressing, you know, the fact that she's white and he's black. When it used to not be like that at all. It used to be, what would he say, white lives matter on the mm -hmm. shirt, right? That he did yeah. with Candace Owens and stuff and all this. Now, he, now he's actually acknowledging the white privilege that people have, especially a white woman in America who might be the most powerful being in this country. We'll talk about that later with uh, Taylor Swift. Um, but pretty crazy. Why is she crying for it? You know, she's not, oh, she's shit. not crying. She's kind of like nervous and biting her lip. Yeah, startled. I would say startled. That's a good, Nigga, a, she looks mad anxious. Nervous and Yes. Shit. She's never gotten pressed like that. She's never gotten pressed, bro. You're a journalist. I watch TMZ clips all the time. She's the main one that like gets the dope moments. She, this has never happened to her, but she has to realize that this can happen. Worse can happen. Then, yeah, that's my point. You're a journalist. You have to expect shit like this. She's like folding. Bro. Yep. You are my wife talking about she got free will? Are you crazy? You ain't saying this is America. <laughs> this is America. You got free will or you work for the devil? You got free will Ooh, or you work for the devil? devil? Oh my god, this is crazy. That's yeah. a crazy ass question. Crazy. Look at her face. Look at her face. Look at her face. I'm a legend. You understand that? I'm here to support you. I'm a legend. You come ask me some dumb ass shit about my wife. Oh, yeah, for reference, for those who didn't know, I, I posted it today. I covered the story that happened today. So, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, they've been giving out stars. They give out stars all the time. But I think you have to pay for it. That's what a lot of people don't know. You got to pay for you like... You buy the star, yeah. Yeah, you got to buy the star. Damn near lease it. It's almost like with the YouTube plaque, you got to pay for it to even be shipped to you. It's the irony of these awards, right, guys? And I think for the Oscars, Grammys, the same shit. You got to pay for the trophy. So Charlie Wilson was being nominated today. Uh, now I'm nominated, given the star. And Tyler Creator, Ty Dolla Sign, Babyface. Weirdest group ever. Uh, Kanye West. And I feel like I'm missing a name. Uh, it's like someone younger that I didn't expect to be there. It was someone strange. I could look it up. Yeah, go go on my page on my Twitter and it will pop up right there because I posted it today. But um, yeah, strange group, but probably the most talented group there is of, of individuals. Like if musically, all these heads just being around each other is insane. Um, freaking um, Charlie Wilson, ooh, you know he's on. Uh, what's the one on Life of Pablo that he is? The Charlie Wilson um. Damn. I know what you're talking about. I think he's in one of the skits. No, bro. He's like on the main song. What's he's the main, main song, song on Life of Pablo? There's um, Ultra Light Beam, Famous, FML. He might be on all No Parties shits. in LA. Uh, um, Father Stretch Fake your, Friends. Father Stretch Your Hand Part 1 and Part 2. Watch. I would look up Charlie Wilson and we'll see his most streamed song. I believe is a Kanye features he's done. But he's been with Tyler Creator on Tyler Creator's album. It's Snoop Dogg, Kanye West, Earthquake. Tyler Creator. Earthquake. You made my earthquake. That was oh, on Tyler okay. Creator. That was okay. Charlie Wilson as well. Then yeah. my body wrote. No, yeah. no mistakes off the Kanye album. Don Tolliver and Babyface were the other Don ones. Don Tolliver. Why the fuck is this group together? Don Tolliver. <laughs> Don Tolliver is a goat, bro. Bro, Don Tolliver, man. That's the thing. Nah, this is a crazy He group was on a Don Tolliver's uh, 
album, Lovesick. And he got Kali Uchi's pregnant. I think yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. He's winning. He's, he's winning. winning. He's winning, winning heavy. He's winning heavy. What a way to start 2024. Bro. Oh, no. With a bang. A couple bangs. Niggas is horny. Oh, he was banging. <laughs> he was banging hard. He was going crazy. He was on Facts, on Life of Pablo. Okay. On Facts. And yeah, but he's a legend. Snoop Dogg was there as well. Snoop Dogg. Um, so I think this was on his way to this, and this happened. That's my wife. That's my wife. You wasn't asking shit when I couldn't see my kids. When I could, do you have questions? Do you have questions when I wasn't able to see my kids? And that I only get visitation and don't have rights to where they go to school? You got questions for that, or you part of the system? Wow. Wait, so this is real. So this is like also what he's going through. So the moment of like him having... um. Having visita- uh not having visitation, only be able to see them when he takes them to school, et cetera. And, you know, his, his issues with his kids, you know, TMZ wasn't running up to him, asking him about that. Or they might have, because I think they have. I think they I, they literally have, but maybe not this woman specifically. But he's just saying, like, you know, the irony of, like, you know, people... Because we got to be honest. You've seen the... You guys haven't seen the photos of his wife being posted online? Mm-hmm. Like, there was one where he posted his wife and, like, he called her Cream of Wheat. That shit was hilarious. Like, he was... That like, shit was so It was funny. crazy. I'm like, yo, Cream of Wheat? And he's like, yeah. I think she was actually making, making food. She was making Cream of I think of she wheat. was making Cream of Wheat. Yeah, bro. And he's, like, showing her butt. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's this my, is my white my, wife my, making Cream of Wheat. She's the Cream of Wheat. Yeah, bro. Oh, so, I want to get the exact bar. That shit was hilarious. So, people have been, like, you know... I need to see that picture. People have been joking around online saying, like, is Kanye trying to do a humiliation ritual with his wife? Is he controlling her? You know, he's he called her the best muse ever. So it's like, is he just throwing clothes on her and using her as like a gallery piece? Not a human. Almost like a robotic. But to ask him that in person is pretty insane. Because obviously I think it's online jokes. I doubt that she's actually being controlled by Kanye West and like being manipulated. There might be a rare chance, but I have my money on that not happening. Um, what, you know, the photo? But what is it? What is it saying though? Cream of wheat. Yeah, cream of wheat with the emoji or something, right? With no, the... no emoji, just cream of wheat. Send that. Yeah, nigga, you're horny. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And then she's making cream of wheat. And nigga, y'all gotta stop these you ritual beliefs, bro. What do you hear? What do you hear about that? Let's so speak up a little bit. No, tell me, was it wrong for you to ask me? About my wife, some dumbass disrespectful shit like that. Was that wrong or right? Oh, some real gangster shit. All she has to do is apologize. I just need my phone. No, no, answer the question. She's looking, she's nervous as hell. I feel bad. But I don't. That's like, you, you got this. You your job is to harass people. Your phone I don't. You answer the question. You ask me, did my wife have free will? Was that a dumbass, disrespectful question to come ask a grown ass superhero? Super. <laughs> he called himself a legend and a superhero. I was like, "Why the fuck are you asking me this question?" <laughs> you. I love the question. What's your name? What is your first and last name and address, Mitch? What, what are we doing? I just need my phone. Where the cop arrived. No, she came to me and said, "Does your wife have free will to speak? She worked for TMZ. Okay, they be right on each other. Yeah, how do you know me, Miss? I'm, I'm I don't not... know you. What is her name? What is this lady's name? I'm just no, you're not just the reporter. What's your first and last name? Yo, he's doing the cop's job for him. What's your address? What you making here? I'll pay you double what they paying you. Woo! Oh, now you smile. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will. I will. I will. Appreciate it, Melanie. Thank you. Thank you, Kanye. 
ratio. This nigga just be looking homeless. And He's ranting. like, yeah, block that bitch. I thought it was Gilly. I thought it was Gilly the kid real quick. Who was he hugging? I've seen that guy before. I forgot his name. He's the he's owner of BT, singer. right? Yeah, he's a famous Or something singer. like that. God bless. No, yeah, I think he's an actor. Oh, he might be. He's an actor, bro. That's a comedian, I think. That's a famous ass nigga, bro. No, that's not JB Smooth. It looks like JB Smooth a little bit, but it's not JB Smooth. It might be JB Smooth. No, nah, I don't think it is. I thought it was at first too, but it's not. I think that's the head of the BT. Mega, the head of BT is not black. <laughs> I thought it was white. I thought BT got bought by white people. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's a black guy. Right. It's been, yeah. They're BT, bro. Nigga, BT. <laughs> But yeah, there we have it. I think uh, Kanye West was justified in that situation. Comment down below. How do you guys feel about it? Kanye stands. If you hate me, God bless you. Uh, I love you uh, still. Um, but yeah, I give Kanye that W right there. That was a W interaction to the fullest extent. Re very dope. Now, we shall see how this is going to be followed up. Will the album have the same energy? Will this apology video allegedly have the same energy? Are they saying that the album is going to be a three-piecer? Yeah, that's another, yeah, that's another thing. We didn't talk about that. So oh, it's three volumes, right? It's a three-volume album. Volume one, volume two, volume three, they're dropping, I think, a month apart from each other or God two bless. weeks apart from each other. I don't know why. Sounds like a mess to me. I don't I'm not excited about that at all. Um at all. And I think they might be the same album three times with just different versions by mm -hmm. different producers. That's what it seems like. There seems like there's gonna be a havoc from uh from Mob Deep, Rest in Peace Prodigy, from Mob Deep the rap group, the producer Havoc. He has a version of the album. Because they dropped a preview of the song Vultures, but Havoc's version. This might be hard. <laughs> Wait a minute. It might be hard, but it's like to do three different versions. I don't know, bro. Of Depends an how album. good it is. That's a revolution. It's one that's, of one. No one's different. done that. Yeah. But that's three different visions. You have the same album in three different point of views. The way it would work is like taking it from the perspective of like they kind of do that already with TikTok and like AI songs and these mashups and shit, mm -hmm. where like they'll take Ice Spice and throw her on like a. Uh, Cash Cobain beat or like a random other person's mm -hmm. beat and it's like you see that and it works and it's like oh shit what if um, Ice Spice you know was in the 90s so like that's what he could kind of allude to if he does that but then that's not what's gonna happen I wish what it might nah bro what we're gonna get is a mess three messes back to back yo it might be three concept albums three different concept albums that would be wavy that would be the waviest shit I've heard in my life bro think Listen, about it if, if wave can float I mean, if shit can float, then we could call it wavy. Shit can uh, float. Shit can float? Yeah. Okay, so it's wavy then. I don't um, know, bro. This shit might be hard. I don't have no hopes for this shit, um, but I love the man. He's an icon, greatest artist of all time. Moving on, though, uh, will this man now become the greatest artist of all time? Very controversial figure with his opinions, especially in politics. Ben Shapiro has gone viral because he has dropped his first rap song ever with viral rapper, who's always viral on YouTube, the white uh, rapper... Tom McDonald, who tends to have a very um, worldistic view on things and talks about life, you know, I like a lot of his videos he's done. Tom is is pretty is pretty cool and and impressive. He collaborated with Ben Shapiro, and Ben Shapiro now has a number one song on iTunes, the number one purchase song in the country right now. They're saying that he might be number one on Billboard oh if enough God. people actually purchase. This song, this is crazy, right? And for a throwback, this was the same man who in 2012 said that rap isn't music, and if you think it is, you're stupid. He's always like judged rap music, etc. But now the irony is in him actually becoming a rapper. But in the same rap song, he is talking down upon, you know, the idea of what rap is today, especially Tom McDonald. 
uh, in his parts where it's like, you know, this is not, we're rapping, but this is not about drugs, people going to jail, when like there's no consequences to this, et cetera. Who's, who's this guy? Which I get, but then it comes off very, um, Tom McDonald, I don't know if you've ever seen him yet. He's nah, similar to like, um, I don't know who that is. Who's nor, that guy we did a video with? The who's rapper? Ben Shapiro. He's one of the biggest conservative political uh, podcasters. Yeah. He started off as a journalist commentator. And then he um, gradually started to build his own platform called Daily Wire with a bunch of other people. Yeah, I respect him from a business perspective. Everything they've done with the Daily Wire has been pretty amazing. And amazing to see them do it independently. But I've always been annoyed, to be honest, just with his voice. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. Certain people oh, like, have a crazy annoying voice yeah. that like is hard to like digest what they're even saying. But yeah. I still watch a lot of the stuff that he, whenever he does like an interview or goes on different people's platforms. I'll, I'll watch um, Ben Shapiro's takes and disagree with a lot of it, but I'll still watch it because he has a huge following. So it's like pretty... People are listening to what he's Yeah, it's pretty man. interesting to see and study like how this guy moves. You know? <coughs> he's a very smart guy. He's a very smart guy. He knows yeah, what the fuck he's he, doing. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know My he thing is, is, is that... He knows what the fuck he's doing. That hip-hop take, whenever I've heard it, it sounded so racist coming out of his mouth. And the only reason why I felt like it always came off racist was because he never talked about the act of rapping. That wasn't his beef. Like, he would say it. He'd be like, oh, hip-hop is just about drugs and violence. Like, he'll say that. But then, be like, oh, that's not what really bothers me. It's just, like, rapping over a beat doesn't require skill. And, like, he would, like, tear down rapping and the whole culture behind it. And I remember I was watching one of his podcasts. He was talking about it. And he was like, when it comes to, like, classical music, you have to play an instrument. Like, it was just so elitist, this idea that, like, you have to... Because he plays the violin. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. Ben Shapiro, as a kid, he's been playing the violin as a kid. It was a violin or something else. I can't remember. But... This motherfucker's like, oh, to play those instruments, like, you need skill. You need to, it takes real intelligence. To rap doesn't require intelligence. That's crazy. You know, it, it, every time he's talked about this issue, it's always been a, like a, a, these racial undertones of like, this is this inferiority with this culture. So him doing this is just like, he's just trolling us. Yeah, 100%. It's further push the idea that anybody could do this shit and you niggas will eat this shit up. Yeah, and at the same time, he's been one of the people that backed um, Kanye and supported Kanye during, like, the recent... Um, the Trump you know, thing. The and Trump stuff yeah. and stuff. And now he's probably not because he's very, obviously... He's, he's Jewish. Jewish. So when it comes to this take recently, he probably is against Kanye. But the irony in that is crazy because Kanye West is a rapper, you know. But then, look at him now, literally dressed up as a rapper. This is a, uh, the Ben Shapiro show on Daily Wire. That's right. All you Let's folks been sticking more. around for my hip-hop talk, because after all, I am America's number one hip-hop artist. Dr. Dreidel, Ben and M. Dr. Dreidel. Jupac. And he's showing us. Ben with the Benjis. Jupac. That's right. For shizzle. We're here to talk. He really just fucking about said About the number that. one song in America, according shizzle. to iTunes. And that is fact. My boy Tom McDonald. Now, I'll admit, my boy Tom did most of the heavy lifting on this song. Oh, he wrote it for But <laughs> I was present. And indeed, I did rap. <laughs> and um, I've contended before that if you can speak to a beat, you can rap. And this is a meritocracy right here. And so I present to you, without any further ado, the number one song in America. Facts. Sup, sup, sup. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy, man, bro. Bro, this man. nigga's trolling, bro. Yo, he's the ultimate troll. Because the way his It's entertaining of... as fuck. I'll tell you that much. It's um, funny. It's as funny as fuck. Because just... even Nicki Minaj, which I'll show as well, but you can keep going. She, I'm surprised she commented on this. Because I saw he added her. He's like, I'm going to take your number one this week. Yeah. The thing is, his style of comedy is very, like, quirky, white person, like, corniness. That's why when he said for shizzle, for shizzle, 
He's trolling. Yeah. Like, I know how he jokes. This is the quirky, like, fringe white person comedy he enjoys. Yeah. That's why when I seen this shit, I'm like, nigga, he's trolling the fuck out of us right now. Yeah. You don't believe in rap. He hates rap. I would love to interview him just about this, like, specifically, like, his take with all this, because obviously he's trolling, but, like, is there something inside you that at least, you know, obviously you appreciate the moment, the attention you've gotten? You know, the black community, you can argue, has never even cared as much about Ben Shapiro until now. Yeah. Until literally this weekend, especially yeah. with all this, especially if he does go number one in Billboard, and especially with Nicki Minaj tweeting this saying, Ben Shapiro put out a diss record. He said the comment sections are filled with woke Karens. The song is number one on iTunes. What is really happening? Who is the other man rapping? Is this real life? He said, Nicki, take some notes. Nah. Ayo, nah. She said she just listened to Ben Shapiro rap. Not, not bad. Congrats on number one. But it definitely sounds like Roman's Revenge when the beat first came in. I don't know. And, yeah, and people were also torching Nikki because, you know, they wanted her, I guess, to stand fully against him. But Why are you platforming that, man? Yeah, you know, I, I get it from that aspect. But I guess she was trying to be, or maybe, this is actually really interesting. Maybe she is a, a fan of him. Because the way she said here, Ben Shapiro all about, but then she said, who's the other guy? As if, like, oh, she's familiar with Ben Shapiro. Oh, she might be actually a fan and knows what the fuck he does, mm-hmm. you know? It could be a play on that as well. We don't know. I really don't know Nikki's, from my recollection, political beliefs. I don't really think so. Because was she backing Hillary Clinton and stuff? Was she one of those rappers back then? I don't remember her being The only with... person I remember was Rihanna. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Beyonce. Juice World. Yes, Juice World. Juice World was backing Hillary? I believe so, or Michelle. <laughs> Bro, he, he he has he has a a line. I forgot what song it is. He's like, make a better make a better choice, like voting for Hillary, some shit like that. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. Damn, niggas really hated Trump. That's funny. <laughs> Listen, salute. Listen, what impact did it have though? Did it have? Let me stop. Let me start. Let's see if he brings something today where you know <laughs> we get into a full blown yeah, argument. Oh man, but yeah, uh, Ben Shapiro is rapping. Should he stop rapping? Have you heard it? Is it good? What is it about? And making fun, you said, right? Yeah, I can actually just read his lyrics. Uh, let, imagine it's number one on Rap Genius. It might be number one on Rap Genius. It might Genius. be number one on Rap Genius. I haven't seen the rankings on Rap Genius this weekend. Let's Honestly, see. I don't want you to read it. Let's keep going. Big, <laughs> Bigfoot is number one. Okay, not. Nah. Is it even top anything? No. It's not even number... Damn. It's not even popping up. Let me search it then. They must have, they, yeah, they might have, like, took it Not out. counted it? Mm-hmm. Because conservative, it's probably conservative propaganda, I'm not going to lie to you. And most of these industries are dominated by white liberals. So he says here in the verse, uh, Ben Shapiro, let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat. <coughs> Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a wop. Dog, dog in a yamaka. <coughs> Homie, no cap. That's a hard. That's a hard bar. That was hard. That's a hard bar. That was hard. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. Did he write it though? You're blowing up. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You're going to prison. I'm on television. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fucked up shit. That's a fucked up. But the reality is like, but it's a mockery to him. It's not our. It's not his reality. So he can mock it the way he wants to. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand the 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 actual. (laughs) Just understand. You know, I'm on television, dogs. No one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment sections is all woke Karens. I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. 
All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. Very strategic by Tom McDonald, though, by saying um, Nikki, et cetera. Because he knew when he was going to drop this. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Damn, that's genius. Because I thought he shouted out Nikki online, not on the no, song. No, it was on the song. Fuck. He planned this drop. Damn, these guys. Tom McDonald's a genius. He reminds me of um, Jordan Lucas and also, what's that rapper? We, I, we, did a, we did a reaction, me and Eric, in the car with him. He's like big on YouTube. The black guy with like long hair. People make fun of him. Dax. Dax. Oh, the nigga that been beef with Joe Budden? Dax. Yeah, I think Dax has beef with Joe Budden um, as well. He's like a, uh, almost like a Hobson. Dax. But light skinned nigga, right? Black? No, he's black. No, he's not light skinned. Might be, it might be the wrong guy. Mm. I think that's, that's the light skinned guy with long hair. That's um, D1. Yeah, that's who Joe Budden beef with. He's yeah. a different guy. Mm. No, not D1. That's very different. Um, but yeah, man. Ben Shapiro's out here in the rap game. Anything, anything is possible in this country. Uh, ben Shapiro might have the number one song. No, literally has the number one song technically in the country and is a rap song. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. Will he drop an album next? Maybe without a ghostwriter this time? We shall see. Now, moving on. His um, album will be a diss towards Palestine, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it really Imagine. would. No, it would, though. If he does a song that like that next, he, he sees the power from this. He's like, actually, let's do more music. Actually, let's do one about um, Zionism. Actually, let's he's do a Zionist. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's That'd full be... blown Zionist, hardcore fuck Palestine. That yo, imagine that shit. He's on some Noah Schnapp shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, moving on. Might be a hot take, but I do think that Eminem, in my opinion, needs to retire from music. <laughs> Why? Because I think that Eminem no oh longer God. needs to release new music. There's there's no point of him releasing new music. When it when you hear it, it's very far from the prime essence of an Eminem. It just tends to be him talking about any recent person that called him out. If Marlon said today, um, yo, Eminem, Eminem's toes smell like shit. Some random like a shot. We'll probably get a song a year from now where he'll randomly do a dig, like at the podcast or something, like 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 the guy that wears the black hat on cap, some shit, and he'll be like, "Wait, why are you? Wait a minute! Oh, that that happened? What the hell? He did that last time around. I want to say maybe it was the Juice World remix or album, but there was a recent the one before this Eminem feature that came out where he came at Nick Cannon." And yeah. that was like six months after Nick Cannon said what he said about Eminem. Yeah. And then now we have him coming at Benzino like a year plus after Benzino came out again and came out and said something about Eminem. Yeah. Kamikaze album was about niggas reacting to revival. And yes. The album with him being the, the coordinator digging niggas graves. That is a reaction album to the Kamikaze reactions. Yes. Which all, is a reaction album to the original. <laughs> all Eminem is doing is not tweeting, not doing interviews. But responding to people with the music, and it's probably therapeutic for him. But in reality, I want to hear that shit. It's not adding to his discography. I don't want to hear it. It's not replayable. It's like it has no no value. You know, realistically, it's just like a very selfish just thing he's doing. And we don't need to be reminded that you are one of the best of all time. First of all, on the surface level. Who the fuck ever is going to be white and come and impact hip-hop culture like Eminem did? Maybe no one ever in any generation. 
ever to come. Ever, ever, ever. So that's already taken into account. Now, in my opinion, as far as lyricist goes, I easily have him top five. Easily have him top five. Dead or alive. As far as lyricist goes. Eminem, when it comes to the skill of the lyrics and the rapping. Mm -hmm. And also, when it comes to most successful rappers, most successful artists in sales, numbers-wise... Eminem is top five, top ten, and over anything, any time period of life, even right two. now. It's probably number two. He might be number two. Because no one's being Drake. Before. So it's like, why, why, <laughs> yeah, why, why is he still dropping music? Like, it's, it's so, he doesn't need a money. It's not a money play. Because most people might be, he doesn't need clout. Bro, he just what wants clout to, does he need? He just wants to drop music, bro. Nah, he needs Vic to retire. Right. Vic is right. He needs to retire you know from music. Yeah, hating. No, it's not hate because the reason why he Eminem, needs to retire. Eminem, yeah, you're right. No, he does. He's absolutely right. I'm actually gonna agree with Vic here because you know what, bro? What blew up Eminem was his social commentary. Yes, his gruesome, like you know, honest, up in your face commentary about white America, about the state between black and white people about women and relationships and, you know, the issues he had with his mom. Like, that shit was in your fucking face. He made a song about killing his mom. Yes. Like, this nigga was legit about it. I think what happened, Joe Biden said this, those megastars end up in a bubble that is so sad. Yes. It's so lonely and so detached from reality. They can't talk about life anymore because they don't know what life is like. Yes. Bro, Eminem is at a fucking 49ers game and they're all recording him. Mm -hmm. It got so bad he flipped them off. Yeah. Because he's like, bro, I'm here to watch a fucking game in the box. Not for you niggas to fucking record me like I'm some hyena. That's what they're doing to Kanye. Yeah. You just end up in a mega bubble. It's just Eminem's mad antisocial. That's why he doesn't do interviews. That's why he's not comment. That's why he's not on Twitter. That's why he's not interacting with us. He doesn't like to do that. So you don't know what life is like because you're too detached from it. You don't like what people are saying about you. You've always been outspoken and, and like, like fringe. Yeah. You're going to make diss tracks. That's all he could do, nigga. All he could do is show us that he raps better than everyone else. And it's funny because Park said that shit. He needs to stop trying to make every song like he's better than everyone else. Yeah. It sounds like he's just trying to beat rapping. He's just trying to beat the art of rapping. Lupe does the same thing. Lupe be pissing me off. <laughs> Lupe literally said, I want to make an album where you will take months to understand it, where Rap Genius came and break down my lyrics. Who wants to listen to that? Lupe's out of his damn mind. He's out of his mind, <laughs> bro. I don't want to hear that shit. An album where I rap, rap Genius doesn't understand what's going on, bro. What are Fucking we talking crazy. about? Fucking crazy. No, no, no. Listen, he needs to retire. He, it's Eminem, over. think about it. It's over. Why is Eminem not like, obviously, he doesn't have to do this. God bless him. But I would love for to see an Eminem acting more in his acting bag, doing <laughs> movies again. He's so awkward, though. <laughs> doing movies. He, you didn't see him in BMF? I heard it was hard. I it was good it. in BMF, bro. Um, he played, what did he play in BMF? Forgot the guy's name. Boston, Boston George, the famous drug dealer, Boston George. That sounds about right. Yeah, Boston, he played the, it was a white guy, he played Boston George. It was pretty good. And A-Mile, obviously, classic, right? I would love to see him do more movies, uh, do more shows. There's already rumors that for years that 50 Cent was going to do a show and have uh, Eminem's the main, like, actor. I'd actually like that, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see him do stuff like that. Then just r drop these random songs, coming at these rappers, Benzino... Like, no one gives a fuck. And Benzino responded. Because Vic. Benzino dropped a diss track back. Because he needs bread. And, he <laughs> and Benzino was like, oh, okay, here, I, here we go again. Like, he was like, one line was like, me versus Jim Crow or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, Benzino has no place, bro, because I bring it up Corey Lay every every day of the month, bro. What's, what's her name? Corey Okay, you got it right. Yeah, now you corrected yourself the second time, motherfucker. This nigga always fucking shit up, bro. Bitch, I think I did fix it the second time. Fuck you. You're going to catch it when you edited it. He's like, Corey Leroy. He's some shit like that. I did say some shit like that. Fuck you, nigga. You could have just went along with it, you bitch ass nigga. You see? It's that bullshit. But, no, no bullshit. Bro, think about it. What do you want to hear from Eminem in 2024? What can he tell you about life? Nothing, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. What I would love, and my thing is like, I want him to tell me about his life. I would love to but hear his about life his life. But to detached from our reality, bro. That's but, fine. But I would, I would, I wouldn't mind that though. Like a biopic, documentary. I would love to see Eminem more behind the scenes. I he, mean, music, music wise. There's nothing else he can give you in music. Listen, he tried it before, and he still tried it recently, right? The but, record label thing. It doesn't record work. labels develop artists, but he did try with Griselda. But then Griselda left. Griselda. And he tried with Slaughterhouse. Left. Slaughterhouse left. Yeah. Right. Because he can't manage personalities. Yes. And who's the, the guy that's with him? Um, Paul Rosenberg. Paul, Rose, Paul Rosenberg sucks at managing artists. It's been proven. The only one he got lucky with is M. Yeah. Beyond M, and Joe Budden kept saying this, what do you have? Yeah, yeah. Because um, what's his name? Boogie? Uh, yes, I was about to mention him. West yeah, Side Boogie. You West know Boogie. Boogie? Don't you know Boogie? Yeah. I, th I think you played his album. You like his album. It's yeah. good. He's yeah, a yeah. good artist. He signed to Shady. Signed to Shady. He signed to Shady. He's an M&M artist. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear I about know. him at all. Yeah, yeah. He's terrible at managing people. His last album is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great rapper. But again, Paul Rosenberg and Shady stink at it, bro. Yeah, man. I I I need Eminem to retire already. He's too legendary. It's like, it's like this shit is pointless. It, all you're doing is giving attention to that person that you know doesn't have any value to the to an Eminem level. Benzino's done a lot of historic stuff for hip hop culture when it came to the magazine game. And just media coverage back then, his 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 solidified with that. But as far as rapping goes, no one wants to hear fucking Eminem and Benzino go back and forth doing diss tracks. No one wants to hear that shit. Bro, he beef with MGK. I stopped respecting Eminem a long time ago as a rapper. I did like the MGK song. I'm bro. sorry, bro, but it's MGK. MGK won that battle, I think. I think he did as well. That's what also made Your me lose respect. Your beard's weird. Eminem fans were killing us on that channel that time. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, 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 bro, they want to kill us, like literally <laughs> stab us. Yeah, yeah, smoking. Yo. Bro, because that yo, shit was... Yo, why are you beef with MGK? Yeah. Like, I don't think y'all understand who Eminem is. I think he's the only person in Grammy history to win three Grammys in a row for best rap album of the year. Some bullshit like that. Some ridiculous shit like he's that. He's built different. He's literally different. But I think His the thing is with Eminem, like, he, he hates all that shit. But it's of like, course. he got all that shit from hating all that shit. shit. Like, from him being himself, he got rewarded everything. Like that's, I was listening that, to 1999. That's the thing is, like, I feel like people are getting mad at him for still being himself. No, like, yeah, I, I agree. This is him. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that this, I him. think that this is him because you can this tell because him. if you listen to the song, it's like, all right, but the, is this him just having? Okay, he's just having fun, right? But you're fucking up like your idea of like what is the legacy musically of Eminem? Oh, what has Eminem dropped this year? What's the recent Eminem? You go listen to it, and it's like, uh, what the. F you can't even play this shit. Like, this yeah, is just... Yeah, but it's like, remember, the, the, this is the thing. The fact that we're holding him to not being able to drop shit because we don't want... We don't want him to, quote-unquote, fuck up his discography. What the whole... What, what, that's like that's like you being an artist, you painting and shit like that, not putting it up on the wall. So what the fuck you doing there for, then? 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my thing, though, Marlon. Why are we complaining? I, I'm, I'm going to continue to complain when it comes to M. Because <laughs> You're a hater, shit, man. I am a hater, and this shit is ass. And I'm going to be the first one to You're tell you what, what, what S-tier yapper. Uh, S-tier <laughs> yapper. You can call me an S-tier fucking yapper. Niggas with the comment section, bro. I read a couple of y'all fucking dumbass, stupid-ass comments. Talking about, this nigga be yapping. This nigga be having some terrible takes. You can take your opinion, and you can stick it up your fucking ass. You want to know why? Because I'll go, fuck. And I put you on the food chain with Marloon, you bitch ass. Oh niggas. no, not the food chain. He trying to bring about? me into this now. Fucking bitch ass niggas. Yo, cause no bullshit, bro. Eminem has no business rapping. Vic is absolutely right. Nah. Bro, this nigga's not contributing to nothing. I'ma bring up this clip when he drops the next album might be fire. And it's and not gonna be fire. And y'all gonna be fucking with damn this no, is and, and I'ma bring up this clip and be like, yo, y'all remember when y'all were trying to get him to retire? M only raps to rap, and his fan base eats that shit up because they love Lyrical Miracle. You know what M should have done when he built that fucking record label? He should have found a new age version of himself. Instead, he tried to put a bunch of lyrical niggas in a room. He tried to do it with Slaughterhouse, build up this Lyrical Miracle group. He tried it with, Sla- with Griselda, and Griselda ended up leaving because it was limiting. Yeah. Like, they've, they've spoken on that. They give M his love, but it's like, bro, it's not, I couldn't go further in there. Yeah, because there's Yo, no room. Respectfully, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want, I'm gonna sound ignorant and shit like that. Yeah. Is Griselda a group or a person? It's, it's a group. It's oh, Benny it's the Butcher, Conway, and um, Westside Gun. Okay, okay, I know who they are. I didn't yeah. know that they yeah. was. Okay. They're their whole group. Okay, and this is where front, and they're not. They weren't all signed to Shady before the fans attack us. Keep watching, you jackasses. Shady only signed, I think, was Conway. Yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't all of them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think especially Benny not was still Benny. in jail. Yeah, especially not Benny. Yeah, I think Benny was still in jail when Conway got the deal. So, but still. It's still Griselda. It came out. It came off. Came off as that. Anyways, and imagine if we'd gotten a young M, black or white, calling out all the shit like M used to do on fringe ass beats, because that's what that was. That's what M was. The the whole Batman song. Yeah. And I'm back. Yeah. Back again. But the thing just is, just trashing society. The, the, this is my argument, right? It's like people say if we got like a younger version of M and shit like that. But that that just doesn't stick in today's day and age. A nigga calling out the system? It doesn't stick, bro. I'm Wait, sorry. I don't know. I think that shit would work. I don't think so, man. He would be. That's actually a, a, a different perspective. I didn't think about it. when we were talking about last week, like artists that would like shake shit up, talking about political matters, etc. Eminem has done that in the past, and he could do it still today. Like, I think he would have hit more pe- if he, pe- he co signed someone people, else. People, it don't stick. People in today's day and age just going to continue to call that shit corny, this, this, and that. Yeah, because they call him corny for the Trump shit. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? I don't think it would stick. Today's day and age is too stuck in this very simple, uh, what was um, what was what was the word that M, uh, that MF Doom was saying? Nah, I mean nah. MF Doom. Damn, I'm digging a deep cut. <laughs> damn, Mario about to quote MF Doom. <laughs> damn, crazy. This nigga going hard today. I can't remember. I can't remember, but. Yo, your but backpack's like, on the floor. Just check, <laughs> back, <laughs> yeah, just check your backpack. I bro. can't remember. I can't remember, but. But they're just too stuck on this whole like simple fucking music, Playboy oh, Cardi bullshit. Deaf. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, like you know, shit like that is just shit like that wouldn't stick, bro. I'm sorry, this this woke music it just ain't for today's generation. But then this shit that he dropped this weekend is like it's trash because it's um it's a first of all the first version Doomsday. I love it. It's with um, Corday and Juice World. They wrapped their ass off. And it was on the Eminem, Dr. Dre beat from Eminem's 1999 album, Role Model, classic mm-hmm. Eminem song, right? Where Eminem's basically saying like, you know, don't be like, 
I'm your don't you don't need a role I can't be your role model. You want me to be your role model? Basically everything that we're talking about in this day and age, like full circle. That was in 1999 when niggas was one I was one years old. One year old walking around and Eminem was talking about basically what Kendrick Lamar is saying today. Um, you can't please everybody. I'm not your savior. Eminem was saying that shit in 1999, right? Mm-hmm. That was before he even was famous. Almost like forecasting, right? Very like powerful. And then Doomsday Part 2 drops this weekend, and it's him on his own song again. Basically, might as well call it Role Model Remix or Part 2. And he says what he says, where it's like, he's coming at Benzino. The, the main thing that was like coming at Benzino. My favorite thing was like he said randomly, like, um, who had the second best verse on Forever. And like he debated that, you know. And I do think that Eminem had the best verse on yeah. Forever. But yeah. there yeah. is days where I felt where Lil Wayne had the best verse. I think Lil Wayne went crazy. Lil Wayne went crazy. So he had the the the, the best second verse. Are we talking about rapping? Bro. We're talking about rapping, right? Do you want me to visit the... the, the... No, no, no. I'm asking what's the, what's the, what's put the, the criteria? Put the song, bro. What's the criteria here? Just rapping? If it's just rapping, it's Lil Wayne. I don't give it to M. Put the song. Bro. I'll put M second. Listen, I'm going to rap it and you guys will catch along. Because I forgot some of the lyrics, but once you start... But the, what, verse... the most memorable part of that song? Last M&M. name ever. First name greatest. Sure. Like a sprained ankle boy. Well, ain't nothing to play with. with. Started off local, local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. And you see the name off the ground. Yeah, we don't get music we like know. this no Damn. more, bro. Fuck, man. If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness. Nigga Drake ain't a rapper. I'll smack the shit out you. Drop the mixtape. Sounded shit. Sounded like an the album. album. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Labels want my name beside an yes, X like, like Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> Get back in that political bag, Drake. Where you fucking been? Bro, I'm telling you, the most memorable part was probably Drake. My God. But then... Then I'll give it to Kanye. But the best lyricism was, was Lil Wayne. Kanye West, bro. Ever, ever, Mr. West is in, in the, the building. building. Ain't no, no question, question who about, about to get. I used to have hood dreams. dreams. Big fame, big, big chains. chains. I stuck my dick inside this life until this bitch came. Damn, now this verse is crazy too. Old money, Benjamin Button. What? Nah, nothing. It's super bad chicks giving me Mick loving. You would think I ran the world like Michelle's, Michelle's husband. husband. Nah, this guy went crazy too. Bro, I'm telling you. Chase's stardom would turn you to a maniac. Keep going. Just finish this. Nigga went a maniac. He turned to a maniac. He predicted him being a maniac. Nah, this is crazy. He also predicted Chris Tucker fucking Damn, this bitch. This is all a facade. Not Chris Tucker. Bro. Uh, um. What's his name? Everybody hates Chris. What's that nigga's name? Chris Rock. Chris Rock's fucking his bitch. We never covered that. Uh, Amber Rose? Yeah. That is true. Nigga, if you want... Chris, if you, Chris Rock is fucking listen, Amber Rose right now? Listen to one of the songs on yes. My Twisted Dark Fantasy. Chris Rock is the one doing the joke. The skit. The skit. And it, the joke is about him like fucking like Kanye's bitch. Because the phrase back then was, Ye- Yeezy taught me... And the skit was like a sex skit. Great. Like, who damn bitch, you got that nice pussy. Who put that pussy on you? And she was like, Yeezy taught me. And it was like a, a comedy skit. Yeah. And it was Chris damn. Rock. Now, full circle. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock is fucking Chris Amber Rock Rose. is actually having sex with Amber Rose Chris Rock in real life. One. And that entire Allegedly, album, let's that, say. Because we don't want to get sued by yeah. Amber Rose. And that entire album is literally a response to the Amber Rose breakup. Yeah, Dark, dark Fantasy. Yeah. His best album, the, be- best. the best album I think of all time. Ambrose well, must have a great vagina. She, you can still find out. 
Yeah, saying that he said that like she died. You can still find out. We can That's true. We'll set it up. We can set it up. But Marlon got dibs first. Um, Facts. <laughs> Tom McDonald. Um, Little Wayne. That's crazy. Okay, hello, it's the Martian, Space Jam Jordans. I want the shit forever. Wake up and smell the garden, fresher than the harvest. <laughs> Set up the target. If I had one guess, then I guess I'm just New no, Orleans. Nigga, <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> Life is such a fucking roller coaster, then it drops. But what should I scream for? This is my, my theme, theme park. Oh, my, my God. God, bro. Pistol on my side. You don't want to hear this thing talk. Let the king talk. Check the price and pay attention. Little Wayne. That's what they got to say and mention. I'm like Nevada in the middle of the summer. I'm resting in the lead. Under lead. I need a pillow in the cover. Shh. Foot sleeping on the gas. No brake pads. No such things as last. I didn't love the way he ended that verse. That was one of my things from the song. I remember listening to the song. Wasn't it awkwardly done, yeah? Yes. It was awkwardly delivered, the ending of Little Wayne's verse. Always fucking bothered me. Yeah. To this day, fucking bothered. I didn't like that shit. Then we have... Eminem. There they go. Packing stadiums at Shady Spitz's flow. Nuts they go. Macadamia, they so ballistic. Whoa. He can he can make them look like bozos. He wondering if he just spit this flow. Hold on, hold on. Stop right there. You ever heard the theory that he was dissing all of them on that song? <laughs> I've heard that theory. When he's when he said that part right there. Nuts they go. Macadamia. He can make them, make them look like bozos. He's he wondering if he should spit this slow. Fuck no. no. Go for broke. His cup just runneth, runneth over. over. Oh no. He ain't had him in... Put he the camera on you, him. nigga. You spitting. Put that camera nah, on I'm you. I'm reading it, bro. He Put that camera it. on you. You spitting, nigga. <laughs> he, what, 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 what? he ain't had him a buzz like this <laughs> since the last time that he overdosed. They've been, they've been waiting patiently for Pinocchio to poke his nose. Oof. Back into the game, and they know rap will never be this. Rap, what? Rap will never be the, the same, same as before. Bashing mm -hmm. in the brains of those hoes and establishing a name as he goes. The bashing and the flame is ignited. You can't put it out once we light it. The shit is exactly what the fuck I, that I'm talking about when we riot. You're dealing with a few true villains who stand inside of a booth, true spilling, and spit true feelings until our toots filling. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, come on. Come flying up onto the mouse. Now rewind it back, motherfucker, for the way that you doubted me. How's it taste? When I slap the taste out of your mouth with the bass so loud that it shakes the place. I'm Hannibal Lecter, so just in case you're thinking of saving face, you ain't going to have no oh face to save by the oh way I'm through God. with this place. So, Drake, come on, bro. Come on. I, I think he, that what, come on, what breaks the theory of him uh, coming at them is when he says, um, you know, you're dealing with the few true villains who stand inside of a yeah, blue yeah, true yeah, villain. Yeah, that's the only part. He's talking about us. And at the end, yeah. he also said, by the time I'm through with this place, so Drake... He throws it back to Drake in the in the hook, which I always loved. Yeah, mm -hmm. which was cool as fuck to me. Yeah, cool as fuck to me. Like, wow. the reason why I thought he was dissing him because the when this song dropped was very convenient. It was right before recovery, I think, or it was after, and that's when M was getting dragged. Yeah, they're saying his career was dead. He was cooked, and that's when he dropped this. Coincidentally, that's the same time Kanye West and Dre Z decided to do Wash the Throne. Yeah, that was a response to this song. Because they were like, we got to let niggas know we're number one. So there was a lot of like tension at the time. And also, that was when um, Slaughterhouse was signed to him. Oh, I didn't know that. If you see true. the music video, when Eminem's rapping, who's behind him? Joe Budden. And Joe Budden had crazy beef with Drake at that time. Yeah, Joe Budden was behind him during that during that bro, video. That, that, bro, when that song Looked like dropped, a scene out of 8 Mile. Well, yeah, oh, come on. That's just hard. He had the best verse on that. He had the best thing. verse. You think so? I yeah. still think it's little. Bro, you know what it is that his verse was the longest... And he spit that shit so fucking fast and so hard that it still seemed the same length as the other ones. I think Drake's is the most memorable, though. No, it is Drake's. Oh, is the last oh, name ever. 
first yeah. name greatest, and then Eminem ends it at the end with saying Drake's name. Mm-hmm. I feel like, come on, like that no, Drake it was a very well constructed song. Eminem. So I like Eminem. I like how you mentioned that on on this weekend because it, it gave me nostalgia. Like Eminem's mentioning that song. You re- I seen you react to. Um, did he in fact have it? Nigga was in the car trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Eminem had the best verse on that track. Yeah, I still give it a win, but rapping ability wise, I'll give it a win. And at the end of the new song that he dropped this weekend, he did say, like, I've been rapping at the... Uh, he says, shout out to Cole Bennett. I've been rapping at the level that Cole been at. So basically, shout out to Cole, J. Cole. J. Cole. Because J. Cole, you know, Complex got him number one rapper of last year. A lot of people was voting him number one rapper of last year. Who wouldn't? Because, yeah, he's the, he, he was the best rapper. There like, wasn't a lot to speak what, of. What if, what, yeah. if, what if he drops a song with Cole? That's Eminem. what I want. I want Eminem and J. Cole to, to collaborate. I don't. But that's what I would want shit like that. But what we're would, not getting shit like that from Eminem. What would you want we're just getting shit like this. What would you want the content to be about? Like their kids? Because I feel like that's the only thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be mad at that. It just would I'm even go that far. Because the thing is, these niggas are so big, right? Like in reality, they can make a song about anything. About a fucking soda can and niggas is gonna tune in because no, this is J. Cole and Eminem. Now, if they go from an angle of some seriousness shit, talking about the game, etc., people are gonna fucking tune in. That's gonna be one of the biggest songs of all time because they are who they Bro, are. If J- now, if some random niggas from down the street over here do that, no one's gonna give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if J. Cole's on that track, bro, you damn well know it's not gonna be no bullshit. Oh, yeah, no. No, it can't be no bullshit. That's my thing. Like, I'm always cool with niggas making music. I just want it to be good, I want it to make sense. Like, you. Don't just make some bullshit. Have a direction. Yeah, because then we get the Rick Ross and, and Meek Mill album. Like, yeah. it sounds like a good idea. And it did sound like a great I fucking idea. It's money play. It's Mick Ross and Meek Mill, but the way they went about it was a money play. So it sounded like ass. Like, if you're going to go, with, if you're going to do the music, have a, like some form of direction where you want to take it. Yeah. Because we might end up, nigga, with J. Cole rapping his ass off and then Eminem going on the beat and saying some bullshit. Yeah. They don't want that shit, bro. That is true. Uh, moving on, Benny the Butcher also dropped a brand new album this weekend. The Benny the Butcher album, Everybody Can't Go. I love that album. I think it's a really great album. So far, my rap album of the year, the Benny the Butcher album, is his Def Jam record label debut album. So damn near almost his official first first album because this is like everything else is kind of mixtape, I guess. <laughs> kind of more mainstream with the production. Hit Boy and Alchemist on the production. I still got to listen to um, it. I love the project. I think it's really good. I don't think it's perfect. I think the last song is probably the only skip for me. It's 12 tracks. I think it's perfect length. And pause. But then I... No, not pause. 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 All right, pause. 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 Um, perfect length is crazy. Pause, yeah. bro. Maybe I need some more. Wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about Deluxe album, guys. Not, not, wow. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the Lil Wayne song. It's hard on there. Bro. Lil Wayne song is hard. He be getting some classics out of these OGs. Yeah, because there's a rap, there's a there's a mixtape he dropped, Tanner Talk. I think that's what it's called. And he has um, Jadakiss. Jadakiss, yup, J- the Jadakiss track. Jadakiss went crazy on this album. For real. Jadakiss says something like, "Um, I gotta read it because Jadakiss says some like shit, Jadakiss. bro." <laughs> You know when he hits that shit? Nah, oh yeah, bro. God, he be bringing bro. up the demon out of Jadakiss. He has a great one with Pusha T on that album, too. Bro, Jadakiss has some crazy shit about like what he fears. Like, my only fear is what I can't do. Some shit like that. I gotta hear this shit. Oh, what I'm capable of doing is... Uh, what I'm capable of doing is the only thing that scares me. Nigga, that line, <laughs> that's just crazy. What I'm capable of doing is the only thing that scares me. I'm like, this is real life. Like, this guy... Still, so many years later, is going crazy, and my, that's my favorite feature on the Benny album. But check out the Benny the Butcher album. Speaking of albums, we have Jay Z allegedly dropping a brand new album. A director posted a 
was a movie, the movie flag things, and it said Jay Z, twenty twenty four album. This is director he he Hidaji Hidaji Hidiji. I mispronounced his name, but I believe he was a part of like Og and like the ASAP Rocky crew. Like he's friends with them from New York, um, and he posted this. But then Rock Nation came and tweeted and said, "Hey, this is news to us." So, is there a Jay Z album and Rock Nation's trying to hide it? Did this, to hide did this director get fired, or are they just playing? Are they just playing into the promotion and like acting as if they don't know? Yes, yeah, the jet, the just hilarious shit that Charlemagne just did. Yeah, like just fake rollout, fake rollout. Yeah, you're, fake rollout, but it's really a rollout. Mm-hmm. But do we want a new Jay Z album this year? Would people enjoy it? You know, how would it be? What well, what are we gonna get? Technically, the last Jay Z solo album we got was four forty four. Yeah. Which were, was very impactful, basically has become a staple for the idea of like whenever someone wants someone to do mature rap, they'd be like, oh, he needs to get into 44, 444. Yeah. Like the recent Kendrick Lamar album was like a 444, his version of like a 444. 40, talking about 4444. 4444? It's 44s. It's 444. Nah, I think it's like a time, 444. Time. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Because yeah. I remember, because I was listening to that shit, 444. I didn't like that. I think album. it dropped 444. Well, 444 is on a date. To the. It's impossible. Okay. But I think I listened to that shit at 4.44 a.m. Probably did. Because I was like, this is... This motherfucking lying, bro. <laughs> but, um... I didn't like that album. Are we... Yeah, a lot of people don't don't love Fuck it. Fuck Jay-Z. I love the story of OJ. I love a lot of that shit on there. Like, it was pretty, um... I, I respect the fuck out of that concept. And him just apologizing to um, uh, what was that for, to, for, to cheating, for cheat, admitting yeah. to cheating, and talking about cheating very openly and vulnerable. You never really yeah. see that ever, ever, especially yeah. such a, a major artist like that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like that takes a lot of balls to like get that low and like yeah. Do and he that. forced her to have him. She had a miscarriage. Yes, pressured her to have an abortion. I think it was too. And now look at the family now. Yeah, full circle. Like okay, now yeah, Beyonce is the queen. Always has been. Let's let's keep it real. But now, what are we going to get? How's this Jay-Z album going to sound like? Is it going to be produced by Hip Boy on some Nas shit? Or is it going to be, I'm be with you. For another, Metro Boomin? For another, like, what is it going to be? Uh, I don't want to hear no young shit. Like, I don't want I don't want him to do what Drake did, end up on a Cash Cobain. You end up on a Cash Cobain fucking production. <laughs> now, nah, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to New York City. I'm going to beat this shit out are of Are we going to get a Jay-Z Jersey Club? Nah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear Hove. that. Hove! Nigga, I'm Hove! Nigga, I'm Hove! Hove! <laughs> nah. Hove! We got to respect ourselves. But I don't want a capitalist album either. Tell me about all these businesses you starting. I don't want to hear that shit either. Like, or is he gonna remix? There's rumors he's gonna remix Ice Spice. You think you're the shit? <laughs> you're not even Hove. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's gonna be a remix coming. I'm hearing. I don't know. Like, what is it gonna happen? Yo, I promise. This motherfucking these fucking jokes, bro. Jokes I swear, are imagine, up, bro. They're pissing think me you're off. the shit? Uh, uh, you're not even the fart. Uh, bro, like, no, no, really no, no. Tri- what you originally said, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you not even, bitch. You not. You think you're the shit? You're, you're not, not even, even hove. That is disgusting. Hove. <laughs> That's a terrible bar, bro. Last album we got from him wasn't even his fucking album. It was Jay Electronica's album. But then oh, it, yeah. it ended up being the a Jay Z album. <laughs> album with the Electronica, which was with the crazy. Electronica features, basically. Oh my god! Even the best song, which is the last one for yeah. me. Yeah, Jay Z went harder than he did. Yeah, which I I love that album. I think it's actually a really good album. No, but good. I love the last song. I think it ruined the moment for Jay Electronica because people didn't expect that. And It was like, what the fuck? Okay, like that's dope. But maybe if you guys rolled it out that way. Instead, this is a Jay Electronica album? What what's going on here? It was random. It was almost like Jay Z was like, yo, let me hop on there. Like, let's just let me just hop on these songs. This nigga wrote for somebody. Who Jay Electronica? Yeah, bro. Yeah. For mad people. No, but like What do you mean? The way they hold this nigga up 
without dropping any music by himself. Oh no, yeah, bro. His pen has to be insane. It's exhibit Exhibit C. It's cool. You know that's exhibit one. C? That's like a few songs, bro. No, but like it's crazy. Like, I get it. It's one of like the best rap songs of all time. I because it was like, and it's hard I to remember. do like a song that just drops and it's like. What the fuck is Because when I first song? heard of Jay Electronic, we was in middle school, I think, or high school. And yeah, all yeah. you go on and you go on iTunes, it was exhibit A, B, C, and D. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. These are hard. Yeah. But like they talk about that nigga like he's God. He yeah. must be he must have written some shit for some niggas, bro. Must be his aura too. You know. I've always I've always I love him, but he's our supporter. He's a he's a subscriber. He's a follower. Give me your own album, bro. So That's shout out to I Jay want. Electronica Forever for Life. You know, we love you over here always. Yeah. Uh our brother. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know. What the fuck is this Jay Z? I'm gonna sound like it's gonna be Beyonce. The it's, Beyonce Jay Z album wasn't received well. The nah, Carter's I didn't like that album shit at all. It wasn't received well. It wasn't received well. So it's like, wh- what else do you have to what talk is gonna about? happen? Yeah, there's rumors that he's like told people like, oh, I'm I'm getting better. Like he's confident in his skill. I remember that, and I believe it. I believe it. God did phenomenal verse. I love that song. Yeah, that's, that his verse is nasty. Oh my god, I love that. I love that. That's the, but, that's the only good part about that album. But are we? Hell yeah! But are we gonna get ten God dids? Like, what are we gonna get? There was rumors that we were gonna get a new song, which we did. But people thought he was gonna be rapping on it. The D'Angelo song that dropped, I think, two weeks ago on the Book of Clarence soundtrack. But he was just kind of like doing spoken word. People were like, ah, oh, they didn't even give it attention because they're like, what is this? Like, we want you to rap. Like it was nine minutes long. You're not even rapping. Not even one line. It's just all talking. What are you gonna rap about? It's very interesting. And the fact he's doing a music video is interesting. Jay Z doesn't. Jay Z doesn't do music videos. If they're doing music videos, something's coming. Like, he might be like responding to like the talk, of, like I don't know, like the most deaf. Like, is he gonna talk about the most deaf conversation? Like, is he trying to make a state? I feel like something. Like, it's not some bullshit. You think he's gonna acknowledge the Diddy thing? Cause he's always been Diddy? paired with Diddy. It's always been Hove and Diddy. Two, what's what's better than one billionaire? Two. I don't know. Cause he's been, he's been at the Diddy party, so I don't know if Hove's gonna get into all that. Cause I don't see him getting into anything else. I don't see him getting into Gaza. I don't see him getting into the state of America. I don't see that nigga talking about any of that shit at all. This is gonna be very interesting. We'll keep you guys updated when it actually happens. Uh, Rock Nation says it's not gonna happen though. Or are they fucking lying? I think they're lying. Um, moving on also, we have um, the brand new announcement. The Breakfast Club in 2022, December, replaced, uh, well, Angela Yee left. It was Angela Yee, DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God for 10 years plus amazing contributions to the content, the game, hip-hop culture, historical. Angela Yee left and is still in the same building, but now has her own radio show, which I, I fuck with. Uh, uh, wake up with Angela Yee, all the way up with Angela Yee. Now, there's was always rumors of who's going to be the next co-host. We need, they need another co-host. It can't just be DJ Envy and Charlemagne. There was always a female dynamic. Where is it? Where it was happening, right? DJ Envy had the scandal still ongoing with the real estate. You know, people are not trusting him right now when it comes to that. There was rumors of him maybe losing his job there because literally... It got raided. The feds uh, raided the offices of the Breakfast Club. I still, we, think, think, I still think he belongs in jail. We read the job um, posting here on the podcast. Yeah, iHeartMedia literally posted a job description publicly hiring a co-host, and you can apply. You know, I almost applied. Now we have it confirmed after there was rumors of Jess Hilarious announcing at a party that she was going to be the Breakfast Club co-host. Then there was rumors of her no longer getting that job position. 
Then Charlemagne kept going on the radio every day saying, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm frustrated. I'm not happy. Like, what's going on? Like, we were supposed to have a co-host. So what's going on? Like, this is a mess. Like, literally, like, upset. Now, today, officially confirmed, ever after over the weekend, there was rumors, Milagros, she's like a blogger, she said that she had a friend that was at the New York offices. What's going on in New York right now? They're taking photos. There's a photo shoot with Jess Hilarious and Charlemagne and DJ Envy. What's going on, guys? Blah, blah, blah. But people think, oh, it's a rumors, it's fake. Today, they released the official trailer. It's official. Jess Hilarious, who was a momentary co-host on The Breakfast Club, is officially the co-host on The Breakfast Club, replacing what Angela Yee was on The Breakfast Club. Now... Is this a good decision? Me personally, I'm not a huge fan of Jess Hilarious when she's co-hosting on The Breakfast Club. I've seen every single co-host that they've had temporarily. I think the best one was Claudia Jordan. Claudia Jordan was amazing. Maybe I'm more biased because uh, Claudia Jordan happens to be from Rhode Island. I want to get her on the podcast one day. Claudia Jordan's from Rhode Island. Shout out to Claudia Jordan. But I think Claudia Jordan was phenomenal. Um... It kind of starts and ends there with me. And if anything, I would want to get maybe a brand new young act. black. It could be a black female, obviously, but young, maybe that no one really knows. Jess Hilarious already has a career in actual comedy. But aside from her already having a career that she's been successful at, she's controversial with her actual online takes. She's had transphobic videos, opinions, when it comes to uh, her take about people being transgender and, like, she stands up for women's rights and was always has, like, a take on, like, you know, against the transgender community. And transgender community does not like uh, Jess Hilarious. Also, she's had a lot of issues with other people through her commentary and, and just takes online, whether she joked about them. Remember the Sexy Red interview? Yeah, the Sexy Red interview went viral because it was very awkward because Sexy Red did not, did not like Jess Hilarious. Because she was like, you were talking shit about me. Like, why are we sitting here acting like you weren't, right? And that's where I think it's going to mess up a lot of stuff for The Breakfast Club because there's going to be interviews where if Jess Hilarious has an issue with this person, are they not going to be able to interview them? You know what I'm saying? Are they going to have Jess Hilarious just sit out? You know what I'm saying? No, because I it, think she's Charlemagne. So she's going to shake the table like on some old school Charlemagne shit, you think? I think because when I saw the whole thing, bro, I was like, nah, this, was, this wasn't just we're going to decide to do this. I think this was a deliberate rollout. They played into who she was. Yeah. She's the controversial person who's always causing issues. That's been what her whole career is about. That's why people say she never took off because she doesn't know how to shut her mouth. She doesn't know how to not say certain things about people. Yeah. That's Charlemagne. Yes. But Charlemagne, if you notice, has been kind of not teeing off anymore. Yeah. He's kind of so like, down. Yeah. And he's being more mature. He's trying to be the more like mental health nigga, the society nigga. Like, if you watch, I know you obviously watch Breakfast Clubs, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, you hear him talk now, he's being more mature. I think he's fake. No, yeah, you could say he's faking it, cool. But I think they're going to shift that, like, fringe role to her. Yes. And my thing is, I don't know how it's going to resonate, because, like, I've even seen it with this podcast. The new face is always the one that gets attacked the most. Yes. The older face and the newer face can say the same thing, and they're always going to attack the newer face just because, like, that's the newer face. Yeah. So giving her that role is just going to double down. To a point where I think you're right. Do you not let her come on? Because niggas are gonna be like, I don't fuck with her. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like this. And I also, obviously, I don't want to dim nobody's light. Congratulations to her. You know, it's huge. Breakfast Club. She's dope as fuck for what she does. But when it comes to that position, you know, she just was not my favorite. Like, it didn't make sense for me to have her on the show as a co-host. You know, I feel like she's damn near. She could be doing. I, I'd rather her have her own show or something like. 
have her own show with her own opinions, like her own. I think she already does have her own podcast or had. Like that's dope, and that's already impactful with her own community and everything that she's doing and her own takes. With the Breakfast Club dynamic, I just didn't see it. I didn't see it, but we'll see. Maybe it could. Maybe it's gonna work. Maybe it's gonna work. Maybe maybe she's gonna change certain things. Or gonna try things out. We shall see. Because a male and female Charlemagne is insane. Yeah, that's way too much. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting over there at the Breakfast Club. Um, but also there was a story that I want to talk about that not many people are covering at all. Donald Glover has started a company secretly where he is trolling people literally live and direct with actual viral moments that have happened in like the past month, but no one knows that he's behind it and his team, the company's behind it. So on some punk shit? Also, almost like punked. But I don't think they're filming it for a show. They might not be. Or maybe a show's coming. We don't know. I haven't seen any cameras. I think it's just in real life like a social experiment. It's called Hi Hi. The company's called Hi Hi. They were behind the three viral moments recently. One of them was the Mark Norman viral comedy club incident where at a comedy club, the famous comedian Mark Norman was like rushed. Someone rushed the stage and was someone was being chased around. And then the producers and everyone of the show had to like get everyone out of the club and no one knows to this day what happened, right? People are like, what's going on? Like, is it a bomb threat? What's going on? Then there was another viral moment when Tyra Banks was courtside at a basketball game and there was two furries, people dressed up as furries that sat next to her during the whole game and they were like pushing her and trolling her. And at first she found it funny. She thought it was like a a joke, but then eventually she called security to get them out of there because they made Tyra Banks feel so uncomfortable. It was so funny. It was like, yo, like she started like feeling so weird and she's like, because they started putting their legs on her. It was crazy. And then there was a artist by the name of Timothy Goodman who had an art show. And he had like a gallery for like a specific shoe, very expensive shoe. And it was robbed mid-show. The lights went off and it was robbed. This was all Donald Glover and his team. High, high. Now, what is the intention here? I don't know what the fuck is happening. If it's a show, you know, but... I wouldn't question Donald Glover necessarily. He's one of my favorite creators of all time. So is this something bigger? And also why kind of like he reposted some of it. So now everyone's directly tying it to him because it makes sense. Like the way he reposted it is like almost like a cosign. So people are like, you know, why even reveal it yet? You know, maybe let the, maybe, maybe let it burn more. Or maybe I'm fucking, I didn't see no one cover it like to this level. So maybe I'm fucking burning it up for him. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen, it, but it's, if you guys saw this stuff, if you haven't yet, check it out. Follow the account, I would say, because it's a very weird-ass account. It's called Hi underscore High. I'll send it to the guys as well right now. But um, aside from this, we have um, breaking news that they're saying that they're going to replace Kang the Conqueror with John David Washington. John David Washington is a phenomenal actor. He was in Tenet. For those who don't know, his action actually happens to be Denzel Washington's son. He's Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington. And they're saying that he's going to replace King the Conqueror because of the fact that Jonathan Majors obviously is going through the situation he did right now where he has he's going to potentially maybe serve time in jail. We still have to wait, await the trial and everything that's going to happen. Right? Or what was the latest update with that? Do we still have to wait a trial? Or am I misquoting? If I'm missaying it, no, it's sentencing. The sentencing. 
So after a trial, um, if the trial the already happened. Yeah, if you're convicted, so now we then have you to have wait. to go to sentencing. Okay, yeah. so, so now we have to wait. Like a month, two months. I later. think next month he's gonna be potentially sentenced in February, um, but he could also appeal it. I don't know if he's gonna appeal it though. I don't know about I I I like John David Washington, but it's gonna be interesting. Is Marvel gonna just you know they fired obviously giant the major, so he's never coming back. But there was like a slight chance he might come back in the future. King the Conqueror is such a wild character and villain. Will I guess they're just gonna replace him? I don't know how it's gonna work. He's he's technically he's a variant. Like King the Conqueror can be multiple King the Conquerors. Maybe if it's like King the Conqueror's brother or King the nah, I don't bro, know. Marvel's it's gonna fucked. be awkward. There's probably mad film. Because they can't do CGI. Nah. This shit's going to be... It might be a mess. Bro, there's mad footage they're never going to be able to use. You but know, I will say he's a good-ass actor. So you don't got to worry about his acting skills. That guy's a beast, so... You want to hear something really funny? Someone what? on Twitter put up a meme of him, and it was like, Baby, am I your Coretta? Oh, yes. That's a lot of, that shit went viral, bro. Because <laughs> they were quoting the Mariah Scientist shit, too, yeah. from the Young Thug clip. They go, what is wrong with that, nigga? <laughs> Um, over the weekend, we have officially the results of the Super Bowl, what we're going to get for the Super Bowl. We're going to get the Taylor Swift team, Kansas City Chiefs, and we're going to get the 49ers at the Super Bowl. You want to hear something interesting? What? You were going? Rhode Island fucking moment. The running back for the 49ers, the best running back on the planet and possibly offensive player of the year. This guy's literally a god, Christian McCaffrey. You know who his girlfriend is? His wife, actually. I think it's his wife. Guess who it is? Gina. Gina Ramondo? Miss USA, Miss Universe, Miss Rhode Island. Oh, She's wow. from Cranston. Olivia, um... Olivia Pope. No. Is it Olivia? <laughs> no, nah, Olivia Pope is from... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait, is, I think that might be her name. I was showing Maloon, you didn't believe it either. Amil- Olivia Francis Culpo. Bro, she's from oh, Rhode Island. the Culpo um, mm-hmm. sisters, I think. They're yep. like, they like popping. I think it's just two sisters. Nigga, they're like 4.5 million followers and 5.4. Yeah, That's yeah. why niggas are saying... I was saying. looking into them because I wanted to like maybe try to interview them. And from Rhode Island. They're big on TikTok. Wow. From Cranston. Yup. Damn. Nigga, you literally look up Olivia, the first thing you see is Cranston, Rhode Island. Oh, so I want the 49ers to win then. Nigga, that's why people are saying the 40, the NFL scripted this. Because on one side, you have Taylor Swift, biggest artist on the planet, white female artist. Then you have Miss Universe on the other side in the box, too. But then people were saying that, even if the Detroit Lions won, because I'm an M. People were saying that the script was, and there was actually a tweet from last year where a guy tweeted and predicted that the Super Bowl was going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions with the score that the Detroit Lions like come back at the fourth quarter or some shit. And people thought it was going to happen. Like, oh, the script is real. The script is real. And Eminem stands with Taylor Swift stands, but the Detroit Lions blew it. Detroit Lions blew it. No, yeah, because the way they play football is um, on fourth and down, they don't go for a field goal. They'll go for a touchdown because My or God. a conversion because you have a higher ch- – there's the probability issue, but it, it's so stupid. They're dumb. They're dumb. They, they, were, they were dumb. I wanted them, I wanted <coughs> to win, but – That's what happens with analytics, man. Yeah, I'm not mad at this either. I'm excited. I wanted the Ravens to really win. Nah, yeah, I wanted Lamar Jackson. I wanted Lamar Jackson to go to the Super Bowl, and obviously, and I, I wanted Detroit to go. If I he feel did. like he would have won. I feel like Lamar would have won that shit. Bro, imagine Baltimore and Detroit in one fucking stadium. Their Th- fans. That would have been crazy. Mm. Mad Cartiers. Oh my god. Dripped out, nigga. Mad BBLs and bitches, bro. What are you talking about, <laughs> nigga? Detroit and Baltimore, nigga. Niggas would have been dressed down to the nine, nigga. Yeah. Fly 
ass bitch. I would have been a nigga ball. Fuck a Super Bowl, nigga. Been, it would have been Ben Shapiro's worst nightmare in that bitch. Oh my God, <laughs> nigga. It would have been a corner shaking. Niggas would have been shooting their nines in the air, nigga, on the national anthem finish. You know how they do the, the, the yeah, explosions yeah. with the air? Nah, nigga. Pow, 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 pow. They were fucking talking about. But we do have <laughs> movie the Taylor Swift effect. People are saying the NFL literally wanted Taylor Swift to go to the Super Bowl. You know how much the tickets are going to cost? Minimum? Oh, they're already going, uh, I think, like 6000 I showed my Like in the bleachers. It's the most expensive Super Bowl of all time. Or 9000 9, My bad. 9875 Bloomberg released it this morning. The most expensive, it's already the most expensive resold Super Bowl tickets right now, ever, because of Taylor Swift. Bro, look at these stats, right? For those who didn't know out there, Taylor Swift has generated... $333 million worth of marketing for the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL. That's since she went to the first game to see her boyfriend in September. So that's what? September, November, October. December. December, January. That's it. You just count. In five months, she's generated $333 million worth of marketing for the NFL. You think that they don't want her at the Super Bowl? Of course. That Super Bowl is going to make an extra billion dollars just because of Taylor Swift. Guaranteed. Now, look at this. Taylor Swift, also, when it comes to uh, her flight, they already calculated this. Taylor Swift is going to perform in Japan the night before the Super Bowl. It's going to end around 10 p.m. Tokyo time, which is ten, which is 5 a.m. Las Vegas time. Her flight from Tokyo to Vegas is going to take 12 hours, 12-hour flight. She's going to arrive 5 p.m. local on the day before the Super Bowl and 25 hours and 35 minutes before the kickoff. So they already calculated that. Like, oh, she's gonna she's busy, but she's actually gonna be there. She has time to make it there. Uh it's almost as if she calculated that. No, yeah, she calculated that. You know, because there's a whole Instagram play uh page that tracks her her flight. Yeah, and, they track Kim your, Kardashians, a bunch of people, yeah, celebrities. The, uh, Elon Musk, they track their uh, jets because the jets have a tracking system. But yeah, you can it's public. I think I truly think the mo- the most powerful woman in America is Taylor Swift. I agree. There's nobody more powerful than Taylor Swift right now. That's the most powerful woman in America. I agree. Already, right? By default, people always argue that the idea of like a white woman being the one that has the most privilege in this country. But to be a Taylor Swift that's talented, has broken the records that she's done musically. Listen, she's the highest grossing tour of all time with over a billion. No tour has sold more than hers. No, yeah. No albums have sold more than hers in recent times. She's female Drake. She's the feet bigger. She's bigger than Drake. Drake. She's bigger than Taylor Drake. Swift is bigger than Drake. She's Taylor than Swift. Drake. That's interesting. Taylor you know Swift you know, is bigger the, than Beyonce. Let's be honest. She's right oh, now. Yeah, no, of course. I'm she's the she's the biggest artist in the world right now. Taylor the Swift. They she's not bigger than Bad Bunny. Taylor Swift is bigger than Bad Bunny. Yeah, bro. In the world. Yeah, bro. In the world. Yeah, in the world. Yeah. yeah. You in know, the Bad world, being every international record, yeah. right? Taylor Swift doesn't even scratch his numbers internationally. Nigga, I'm just saying. In America, I, I, Drake, I Drake said on his own album, "Yo, if the only person America that right can now, have him push his album back was Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. He's put, he's pushing his album back for Bad Bunny. I'm not hearing that. I'm not hearing that. No, bro, I go to Latin America. Bad Bunny right was now. on his album. We don't need to do that." Taylor Swift uh, won like a huge lawsuit, I think, in 2017, I and she could have won millions of dollars. Instead, she said, "Just give me a dollar. I just want a dollar," and she got a dollar to like just prove her point. Like, oh, it's not even for the money; it's just for to win the lawsuit. Bro, this is a different human being. No, I understand. She re-recorded all her albums, and she's and, still re-recording them, and got like a billion streams, and they're selling more than the her albums song, dropped bro. originally. 
Like no, she's huge. Like she's revolutionizing the industry. And also, bro, you guys didn't see that went viral. Taylor Swift got so mad at the AI photos that were generated of Yo, her online. That Twitter nigga's heated. <laughs> she literally made Twitter, aka X, oh ban you from searching her name. You can't search her name right now on Twitter. You're lying. You have to put Taylor Swift or something else. It's no banned. Way. No way. That way that the AI photos don't pop up. On top of that, she contacted the White House, and now the White House is investigating this shit no, for I the first that. time ever I because of Taylor Swift. I've seen that. Nigga, if Taylor Swift ran for president, you telling me she's not beating Trump? Yeah. No, I, I Taylor agree. Swift would beat Trump. Yeah. No, Taylor Swift would beat anybody. I'm not on drugs. This is like facts. I'm not debating this. This is like facts. Yeah, nobody debating this. Nobody debating this, bro. Like, it's so crazy. And if you think about it, have you ever even really seen her say any words? Like, what's the last time you heard Taylor heard Swift say speak. a sentence? He's not lying. Other than the music. I've thought about that. I have. I think the last time I heard her speak a full sentence is when Kanye took the mic from her. <laughs> Bro, Taylor Swift posted, go out and vote. Here's the link. 30,000 people signed up and registered to vote. Taylor Swift is, like, impactful. Like, they were saying online, it was like a whole political, um, like, breakdown of people saying they, they surveyed 1,500 people and about 20% of them said... That if Taylor Swift said to vote for said person, she could sway the election because 20% of them said that, oh, yeah, she would influence my vote. Yo, so this is my point to you, Vic. You think if she came out and supported Israel, they wouldn't support Israel with her? They well, I never said that they wouldn't. No, because this is my point I'm with Drake. I'm talking about Drake, nigga? No, yeah, but this is my. I think Drake has a similar impact as Taylor Swift does. Hell no. I think not as that level of magnitude. But I, I truly know. believe Drake fans would side with him blindly the same way they do with Taylor Swift. And I think Taylor Swift, um, obviously she's a girl. I don't want to stereotype it. But from what I've seen with like similar girls who just have a lot of huge following on social media. Women. Women. When they women. speak about this. Like, um, what's that girl's name? I don't want to say her name wrong. She's like the, the most famous like model. I want to say it's Emirata. This is one of them. But she made a post. And she was being killed about the post, et cetera. And she apologized. Like, I think Taylor Swift would do the same thing. And to be honest, you're also imagining things, my friend. She would never stand for fucking Israel in her life. Are you damn, are you crazy? Are you going, are you, are you, are you insane? <laughs> Nigga, what? Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift would never do no shit like that. What I will think that she would do, and she might do soon, depending on the powers that be, she might want to do impactful things right now with the election and talk to Biden. Hey, if Taylor Swift tells Biden, listen, if you help stop this war, you got my vote. I think Vic thinks really highly of people. I, I think, think very highly of Taylor Swift, my friend. <laughs> She's extremely effective. I think I'm trapped in realism. Bro, in my view, I truly believe in a world, bro, where like... I, I think, think she stands soul. with Palestine. I don't know where she stands. I don't really care. I just think if she ever stood with Israel, niggas are going to side with Israel just because Taylor Swift says so. I truly believe it. I don't know, 100%. If I take a shit in this chair, it's going to smell. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's gonna... That's just my point. <laughs> but <laughs> These niggas are just going to blindly follow whatever. This shit is going to be off. But it's not going to happen, my friend. I know. I'm just letting you know. Hell like... no. Is she a Jew? <laughs> <laughs> she might... 
I never know no Jewish person named Swift. Yo, that was the craziest. Shout out to Swifty out here. That was the craziest way to ask that. Is she a Jew? <laughs> Who knew she's a Jew? Bro. No, I don't think she's a Jew. I don't, I don't think she, listen, I don't think she'll ever be political. But like the idea of it is just terrifying that people are that blind and retarded. Like I sorry, feel like she would be like, word. what? People just are dying? Obsessed. It's a war? Fuck the war. Let's stop the war. That's what I think she would think. That's just still scary, though. I don't think you should get your news from your artist or your idols. That's, that's terrifying. It's wild. That's it's wild. crazy. To be that blindly obedient to somebody? Bro, the most powerful person right now in this country is Taylor Swift. Fans literally uh, were coming at her and screaming, um, saying um, she ruined uh, football, the Ravens fans, at the when she was walking out with her boyfriend. You ruined football. You ruined football. And she said, I didn't do anything. She responds to them. I didn't do anything. So she's self-aware of like her impact and also I feel like she's she doesn't have a sense of like um she's not like a Selena Gomez. She's close to Selena Gomez. But I don't feel like Taylor Swift is a type. I never seen her like post like I'm I'm deleting social media. I had enough. Like she has taken it all. <laughs> I remember she, that. Then she starts social media twenty four yeah, hours later. Fucking Selena Gomez always doing that fucking dumb shit. But Taylor Swift Damn y'all hating on my girl too bro. Taylor Swift I think also went through the fire with the fucking uh, Kanye shit. She she dragged that a little bit, but it is no. It is. But her but her behind the scenes like it it was crazy. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Because Kim got involved and Kim started lying and like manipulating shit and like trying to manipulate people's friendships. You know, I believe I that, that shit happened. Famous made that bitch famous. But I think like, which he it, didn't. To be honest, he brought her to like a bigger scale and uh, I guess that pop culture. Help, I wouldn't say pop, I wouldn't say black community. No, because she was known. She was huge. Yeah. She already had some of her biggest songs at that time was still. Like out. the controversy itself did help her career. She got a lot of yeah. shame, like guilt views and listens, and people became fans off of that. Because I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Remember they used to play Taylor Swift at one point because they're like, "Oh, she didn't deserve that. We need to support her music." I'm like, "Nigga, shut the fuck up!" Like he wasn't even coming at her. He's coming at the Academy. Yeah, yeah. Or what was the, the MTV, 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 the MTV, the Moon Men, the Moon Men. She was coming out. He was coming at the Moon Men because it was true. Beyonce had a better video. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, it was just like thinking out loud. Like, people thought that, but then for him to go and do that broke the mold of, like, oh, shit. Like, this is very radical. Like, what the fuck? He really did that. Which, I do agree, Beyonce had the better video. But, it's like the Mac, uh, Macklemore shit. Oh, my God. I still hate that shit to this He day. didn't decide. Like, they don't decide who the fuck wins. And, and he Macklemore, texted Kendrick and apologized. That shit was so gay. Like, shut up. Oh, my no, God. No, but if, I, don't, I think if that's how he genuinely felt, bro. But you you should have him. accepted the award, then. If you really felt that far. Yes, but. That came off. It's real easier to tacky. say than do. I feel like he was in a moment, like he won that award, and he was like, "Oh, should this happen?" In a perfect world, I think he said it in the fucking text, like, "Yo, I should have just given this to you up okay, there," that's type different. shit. That's different. So it was like, to afterwards, he probably was just like, "Fuck!" Like this is really happening. What the fuck? And Vic, that album is actually really fucking good. That's cool. But Vic, the heist remember, was one of the best albums that year. That decision ruined the academy. No one cared about the Grammys after that. Remember that. That yes. was the defining moment for the Grammys because, bro, I can see that because good kid, mad city, is a classic Jesus. album. Yes. And what was the other two that were up there? It was ridiculous. Because it, was, it wasn't just Good Kid. It was Good Kid, Yeezus, and two other ones. I thought Yeezus was going to win. I thought so, too. And I, I wouldn't Yeezus have been mad at that. I thought Yeezus was going to win. I think the other one was a Jay-Z album. I think it was Holy Grail. But I feel like sometimes people act like that album, like the Macklemore album sucked. And it was like, what the fuck? No, but it wasn't close That to... album was amazing. It, it was a good-ass album, bro. That's great, but it wasn't Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. We play 100%. Good Kid, Mad City every day, nigga. 100%. But then it's like, fuck the Grammys then. But then... That's is what it, happened. But is it really fuck the Grammys? Niggas still over here crying when they get a Grammy. So it's like, are we going to stop fucking supporting them or are we going to keep supporting them? People are just hypocrites. 
It was because they, 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 get, they get upset with certain wins, <coughs> but they won't fully stand by shit. Start your own fucking award show. Why is no one doing that? Diddy was going to do it. Hey, look what the fuck happened with his yeah, ass. God bless. Rest in peace, his career. Again, um, but yeah, there we have it, man. And there was also a photo. I'm going to show it real quick. People, like, look at Andy Reid, the owner. An AI not the photo. owner, the head coach of the, um, what's it called? The Chiefs. Look at him pointing at Taylor Swift in celebration. Look at this photo. He literally pointed at her. And people were like, oh, this is sketchy. Look at him pointing at her. He's like, you bitch, you won us. You won this for us. That is insane. Yeah, the refs gave him that game. Nah, I'm joking. I'm and then look, at, look at her like, yeah, we did it. You know, but I think it's also just showing like how close of a relationship she's built with um, the whole team because obviously that's her man, Travis. And I, I'm going to predict this year, this is going to be the biggest power couple in the world. Um, Travis might win the championship, Super Bowl again, and he might retire and he might get her pregnant, and he might marry her. Hold on, bro. This is not stopping. Hold on. You want to hear what the albums were that year, bro? What were they? Nothing was the same. Wow. Magna Carta, Holy Damn. Grail. Damn, the Drake album. Good Kid, Mass City, and Yeezus. I'm sorry, bro. He didn't deserve that. Nah, Drake, sorry, Drake deserved that. Dr- I would Drake give it to Drake or Kendrick. That. I would give it to Drake. Dr- what are we talking about, bro? I get why Drake don't like the Academy. You gave it to that nigga? All right, whatever. Bro, nothing was the same as yeah. gold, bro. I'm more mad because it's kind of like, where is he now? That's the problem. The same and including your no careers. Yeah, that's whatever. What, I wish he's still I wish in the thrift shop. He probably is still in the thrift shop. <laughs> talking about homosexuality. But this shit right here, bro. This shit right here, I give it six months. For what? They're gonna relationship? Hell yeah. She's going to make an album about him. The, oh my God. I, like Most sold album of all Ima- time. Imagine this, shit was, it, imagine this shit was OPR for the Super Bowl. It is PR. And for her album. She's going to drop an album about like... A she breakup? Got, she literally got her high school jock, like the fucking the popular nigga, nigga Travis Kelsey with some edge. With some edge, he's probably the, the second greatest tight end of all time. He's yeah, right. But- he's probably arguably behind Gronkowski. Yeah. This motherfucker, two time Super Bowl champion, about to be number three. They dating. She's in there. There. Everyone's talking about it. This is a great. Fucking script for her album. Oh, I can see the fucking cover photo. It's gonna be here at her at a football field by herself. We gotta watch that fucking Super Bowl. Nigga, I'm telling you, six months they're gonna break up. There's also rumors that during Usher's halftime performance at the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift is gonna come out and sing Alicia Keys' part to my boo. No, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. Shut up, Vic. Don't piss me off like that. I'll be so mad. Yo, Jay-Z's trying to make the Super Bowl black. <laughs> And these white niggas is doing everything they can to keep it white. Yeah. They got Usher. Nigga. <laughs> these are my confessions. Like, <laughs> they got they got this Let's nigga. Let's be honest. We're all going to be dancing. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of course. They got this nigga to perform in the Super Bowl halftime while White Princess is on the fucking box. Oh, man. But what do you guys think? Is she the most powerful white woman, yes, or woman in the bro, world? Yes. Yeah. She's going to perform next year, too. Watch. Oh, yeah. I think I think she's going to have to get the alley-oop. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's happening. Bro, this is all the rollout. But she turned it down, remember? She did. She did turn it down. But she's going to... Part of her album is going to be performing at the Super Bowl. Watch, bro. <laughs> this is going to be the illest old rollout album for white women. And I still feel like Taylor Swift still hasn't dropped her her best music yet. Oh, no. I think she's actually a phenomenal songwriter because she writes all her music. Like, she's an amazing songwriter. I feel like we're going to get her best music when, when she, obviously, when she's older. So she's been like a mom. She's gone through divorce. Yeah, when she lives through life more. Yeah. Something tells me she's a sociopath. I don't know what it is. You ever got that from her? 
Listen, all like she's a little all great artists I are. I, I don't think I've ever paid attention to her. She gives me serial killer vibes. All right, all right. I'm gonna be honest Swifties. with you. I'm, his name is Noel Frias. Uh, <laughs> yo, he lives in Rhode Island. <laughs> um, I'm be Taylor Swift has a house in Rhode Island. Respectfully, I don't think I can name one. No, I lied. I lied. You can I name, can name one. I can name one. Bad blood. That's it. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. But tell hey, me not. Hey, is it something about her shake, face shake. that's kind of off? Like, you're a little. She seems like she can be a bitch. Yo, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's but something I see off nothing wrong her. with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just there's something about her we don't know nothing about. I find her, you know what I think about her? I find her that she could be a pushover. Nah, I don't see that. I, I see that. She seems like see a her. terrorist, bro. Oh, no, this guy's going too far. We don't know I, this woman. I see, no, this is just jokes. I see we don't know she, this woman. The this way that jokes. I view her is Let's that, stop she, being that, she assholes. Seems, that she seems really nice to the point where it would get me mad. She gives me like, if you push her off, she's going to tell you to suck mad dick. Who wouldn't though? No, but it's like there's some women that are just pushovers. But I feel like now she's earned that right. Like they say, Nikki's like that. I yeah. think Nikki's earned that right. People be like, "Oh, diva, diva." Fuck, earn that right. Don't treat people however you want. But like, there's a side. Well, it depends. Her. It's like if someone's being an asshole, then no, that's what I mean. For them to be an asshole back, that's fine. Because some people are not like that. Like uh, there's certain people. That's I feel like point. Drake might not be like that. Like he'll be like nice, even if you're an asshole to him. There's like videos of him being like people being assholes, and he's like nice to them. So. But I feel like a Taylor Swift and a Nicki, they reached a point where they're like, Shut up. Who the yeah. fuck you think you're talking to, bitch? Like Kanye did today, kind of. And, and I agree. I think that's fine. My thing is, my point isn't to degrade her for having that personality shit. That doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm saying is, there's a side of her we don't know. And she never lets on camera. She's very good at it. But you can see it under, like there's an undertone. Like oh, yeah. the way she talks, the way she acts, is like, oh, you're a little tapped. Like, I'll if tell I you, I'll you, tell off, you, you might kill me. Travis Kelsey, they're still together. They're having some good ass sex. This nigga's crazy. They have to be. You think she she fuck good? Listen, that's for him to tell. But we have to just that's something that I feel like people have always questioned, like her sex appeal and this and that, blah blah blah. Have you seen his other girls? Yeah, people to so this day they talk about like why is he with her? Because of Taylor Swift. She must have crazy. Taylor sex Swift appeal. probably handles properly her man in bed, like any woman properly should do. You're making that face, Marlon, Luke, but this is a legitimate point he's making. No, it's very true. People don't think about that. I she probably about she it. might cook well. Was... Like Taylor Swift is like probably an ideal fucking what, what, wife, what she... and niggas is playing it like she's not. Nah, he's not lying, Marlon, because no bullshit. When you look at the other girls, their asses are fat as shit. The Taylor Swift is insane. We never seen Taylor Swift in a thong. Ever. We don't need to. Like, yo, the bitches this nigga Travis Kelsey was fucking with were bit like they were niggas, bro. Like they came from the like they were like hood <laughs> bitches. Like, bro, they were they were women of color. They they made him have waves. They made this nigga dress fly. These bitches look like what? they could throw it back, bro. Why is like, that the they were fucking. fucking nah, the bitches wore thongs and they were fucking. <laughs> I'm very confused on how you go from the bitch that's oh fucking God. like she got the clamper like her pussy's like like the chomper you're nigga thinking, like <laughs> it's the wet chomper think, you, you go from the wet chomper to Taylor Swift nah Taylor Swift is giving it you, up you think she it's, gotta be was is this shit called pelvics pelvics that's what this shit's called right yeah, the, 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 what, yeah what about yeah, what about you think it? his pelvics is hurting his <laughs> yeah she probably I don't know. Bro, I agree with Vic. She got. And she's have also something. the thing was her like her fans tried to kill me one time because I was making fun of her like her flat butt, but she's made fun of her own flat butt. Yeah, like she's self aware. She's reached the point where she, like, she's self aware. Nah, this, this is all jokes, guys. No, yeah, it's all. No, jokes. I don't mind. No, I don't, no. that we, that's why I feel like we can joke because she's joked about herself. Yeah, now if she comes out, ever come out and like 
oh my god like I, that's when I would like I yeah. tend to like not double down on jokes but like when I saw her like make fun of herself I'm like okay you she, she gets the joke you wanna see Taylor Swift in the thong bro this is my point. No, no. But you see, the way he asks that question is because he knows she doesn't have sex appeal in his eyes. That's my point. And but, that's your well, point. the thing is, my, my thing is that... It's not... It's res, not, it's I, not would, I wouldn't because no, 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 I'm married. I'm not body shaming. I'm married. Hey, but it's, it's not body shaming. You're just talking shaming. about sex appeal. I'm not body shaming. You can have a great I'm, body and have no bo- and have no my, sex appeal. My thing is, respectfully, and people are going to roast me for this and hate me, it's Then show okay. your face then. Show your face then. It's my preference. I'm not specifically into white women. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So th- that's the thing. So I don't. I'm you don't not see a, the I'm sex not really appeal. attracted to white women. But we're talking about an athlete. You're that, a racist. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's but the crazy. thing is, it, you want to know why it's so astonishing, Marlon? Look at my skin color. Wait, but you haven't ever seen a white woman that you feel like, oh shit, like that. That's sexy. There's only been two or three white white women. Doesn't have to be ca- in person. That's caught my attention, and they were mixed. Mm, damn. I see it. Fuck. One of them was one of one of them was Dominican, surprisingly. And white? Yeah, she was white. She she looked very white and she I was I know Dominican. one of my one of my male people slept with a white woman. I just know it, bro. That continue though. What do you What's mean? What's wrong with you that? You said that shit like like you were like you yeah. own slaves. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> one of my people. I know it was What are you Domin- saying? A Dominican a Dominican woman's not sleeping with white friends? men. No, a Dominican man is a Dominican woman don't sleep with white men. Oh, you bro. mean like okay. Yeah, a I'm Dominican like, what is this man sleep with a white woman. <laughs> bro, Dominican men sleep with white women. I know. I know a, a few lot, I know bro. a few Dominican oh, yes, yes. I know a few Dominican women with white men, bro. No, for real? Yeah. Wow. I think that isn't that the majority of the world, like the most uh race of women is a white woman, no? I think so, yeah. Like there's no there's more white women than anything in this world. Because there's more women than men and there's more white people than anything else. So I think there's more white women. I think the, the Hispanic women are going to beat them soon, though. That's what the census was saying. Like, by 2030, there'll be more Latina women than Latin, than white women. They don't say oof, bro. I'm not going to go into why. I, I think, I think Taylor Swift is attractive. I love women. I think Taylor Swift is attractive. Yeah. I think Taylor Swift is beautiful. I've, I've always felt like she's, be- no, she's I'm beautiful. Saying, I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm just shocked like that a man that had a certain preference. You could. You could. Dating no, she's beautiful. Time. You guys could. You no. think she's not beautiful? No, you she's could. beautiful. She's beautiful. I'm I think just, she's beautiful. I'm just not attracted. Like, like if I saw her... If I saw her, like obviously, if she wasn't a megastar or whatever, I wouldn't try to mac at her. Yeah, I would just—I'll be her friend. If people find her attractive, I'm not gonna think it's crazy. That's a, that's their preference. I personally don't find her attractive because I don't like white women yeah. like, sexually. Shout out to Taylor Swift, the fucking goat, um, the biggest artist since Michael Jackson. The biggest, bro. Come on, they're not listening to her in Japan and China and in Indonesia. Oh, they crazy. Are, bro. They are, at the bro. rate that they were they listening are. to Michael, bro. They had the national. But who's guard. the biggest artist since Michael Jackson, if not Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Oh, bro. you mean give an okay. answer? Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I get what you mean. That's what, what you no mean. one like think about it. I thought you're comparing. I thought you're saying she's as big as Michael. I'm like, not big as Michael. Now she the, the biggest since Mike. Yeah, yeah. She's the biggest since Michael Jackson. But she's not, not as big, big as Michael. Okay, that's fair. But we have to be honest here. No, of course. Yeah, I'll give. Who you that. the fuck else? I, I still Bad Bunny's still up there for me, but I get it. I'll give you that. That's fine. The God forbid is, anyone dies. I, I feel like I get, death makes get people the, get bigger. I get bigger. the Bad Bunny argument, but she's been around longer. Fair. So technically, she has more That's impact. why I'm giving She's it to Bad y'all. Bunny's OG, nigga. That's fair. Bad Bunny's her little boy. Let's be honest. Okay. If, if, if she knew how to... <laughs> her if son. She, if she knew how to like <laughs> perform like dance and shit like that... Bro, she was doing them dumbass dances for her music video. That shit was so bad. I laughed for 10 minutes. And would she does that up. shit on purpose. Yeah. She directs the videos herself. Like I think Taylor Swift is going to do like... One of the best like movies. I don't think people understand the talent this woman has with writing and directing and producing. 
with all her stuff that she's done, orchestrated this whole play of this whole rebrand of her, her career, and has catapulted her to the biggest level she's ever been by just using the shit that she already done. Bro, this old is music, fun. nigga. This has never happened. I truly believe she's a psycho. <laughs> no, because he's saying all this, and it's the truth, bro. Like, this woman... Directing her music videos, like, and they're all fire is crazy. Because I want to say this respectfully. The white people I've met in my life, they don't act like the way Taylor Swift moves in business, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Taylor Swift moves in a very diabolical, villainous way. That she makes, gets her knees dirty. She does what she got to do to get hers. It's real niggerish. It's real like, I'm getting my shit, you bitch ass You would have thought she was a fucking daughter of immigrants. Yeah. The way that bitch grinded. <laughs> yo. He's, yo, he's not lying, bro. He's not. God damn. But a lot of the white women we, 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 no, we see that are, that are high media. No, it's true. She's grinding hard. They're very cringy. They're very like not she's not relatable. a Karen. She's no, not a Karen at all, bro. She doesn't speak on shit. Yeah, she's she not stays a Karen. her lane. She calls we- niggas out. She left her ex boyfriend because that nigga was saying some racist shit about Ice Spice. Nigga, and she was getting close to Ice Spice, and she called him out to the point that Ice Spice says that he approaches her now at red carpets and stuff, and like is always like apologizing to her, apologizing to her, apologizing to her. Yeah, nigga, because you looked crazy. Now you looking like a munch. And where's your career now, brother? Nine nineteen seventy five. They actually did make some decent music. I liked them when I was in school. I used to listen to them in high school. Um, but as far as a person, you might be a piece of shit, mister. I think his name is Matthew. Forgot. It's a white male. Average name. Taylor Swift is different. Uh, but Taylor Swift is fucking go. Moving on to end it. Uh, real quick. Also, Griselda. <laughs> brand new show on Netflix. You guys should watch it. Griselda. Sofia Vergara is playing Griselda Blanco, the drug dealer. It's phenomenal. You guys need to uh, watch the show. This bitch is on it. I, sorry. Oh, my this God. Woman. What this the woman. fuck is wrong with you? This woman. I kept... I, I've actually got what really good... What the fuck? I've got really good at not using the Damn, word. Damn, that was kind of fucked up. I was got, I got, I got really good at... edit that shit out. You got to edit that shit out. Carol G, bro. Carol G. This nigga called her a bitch. Nah, that's fucked up. That's crazy. That's fucked up. Nigga. Get the I fuck out of here. I've been trying to not use the word. That This woman is in it. Carol G. There we go. Carol G makes her acting debut. Damn, I'm sorry. I'm going to go watch this shit now. You have to, bro. She went hard. Carol G is a fucking beast at acting. Yeah, bro. Because she's playing is she a talking, Colombian. Is she talking English or Spanish? It's Spanish, Spanish. with the accent, bro. It's a, it's a drug Ooh, scene in Spanish, send me bro. That. And she plays a, like a prostitute from yeah, Colombia. It's so hard. Send me that. Her name's Carla. Oh, Carla. Oh, my God. That shit oh, is so this is the perfect. Oh, it's That's amazing. perfect plot. It's amazing, bro. It's the closest we're going to get. <laughs> and she's talking no. about, uh, I get you by my belga. She's talking like very vulgar. I'm like, oh, shit. Phenomenal acting. She killed that shit. So much so that a lot of people didn't realize it was Carol G until like the day after. Bro. Like, who was that girl? She looks familiar. Oh, Carol fucking G. Nigga, it was good. That Bro. shit was amazing. Send she killed that. that shit. That shit was um, and also, to end it right here, we're going to play Most Def's response. I guess he went on live. I didn't even know Most Def had a cell phone. Um... <laughs> Ivan. No, we're being, we got to be honest, bro. You keep setting us up to get canceled, bro. The skews, you know what I'm saying? And this guy, to be honest, Most Def is a legend already. Most Def doesn't have to breathe. And he's already impacted culture and life to me enough. So I'm shocked that he went on Instagram live. Let's look at this. I haven't heard this shit yet. This is raw. He has Instagram? First of yeah, all, I guess. Uh, I don't hate anyone. My opinion is mine. Um, it's legal in all states uh, as far as, as I'm aware. More volume? Maybe do the Bluetooth then, if that's the case. Not maybe. An opportunity to he's whisper. Slander him or to clown on him. Um, I have reached out to him. 
I have no responses yet, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not keen to talk about people uh, or to them through a screen. I prefer to talk to people directly. Damn. Um, but I will say this, the young man is very talented. He's been able to be very successful with that talent. And I have no issue with his success or, or anything that he's been able to uh, achieve as a result of his talent. Um, I do feel that some of the criticism that he's received in the past has been mean-spirited and unfair. So... Like the shit you said? I don't <laughs> want to participate in that. And if I was perceived to be harsh or mocking or taunting, that is not my intention. Wow. And Drake, if you're watching or if you if you, you come across this, I got some jokes. That's not my intention, brother. I've never had no issue with you personally. I don't know you well enough to even have. And there's another clip. Let me play it. Wow, this is shocking me right now, guys. And that's this is hip hop history. I got a repost. No, no big accounts reposted this yet properly saying, you know what he's saying. I, I wish that there was this much energy about uh, human rights and real justice right, and <laughs> no, let's keep, let's keep, see. life or death conflicts where blood is happening and some of that blood is the blood of innocence and children so we can notice things right that are happening in global culture but where we put our focus matters so I would encourage you all <laughs> to not be distracted. I don't disagree either. I don't disagree, the but there's hypocrisy, but I don't, I don't disagree. That's what I'm laughing of at. Faux conflicts where the stakes are really not as urgent as they're uh, being promoted to be. And to direct your focus to what really matters. Um, in your own personal lives, in your immediate environment, and in our social environment that we're all sharing. Uh, and that is my encouragement. And this is coming from an earnest point of view. Uh, I mean no harm. You know why this happened, though, right? I know exactly I'm why this happened. Because of common. Anyone. This is sad. Because of common. This is so disgusting. You know what I hate more than anything else? I'm when someone gets called out for their bullshit. Wait, hold up, because they might not be able to hear you. Let's just finish this. There's like a second left. Quality's sake. Wait, wait, what do you say? Quality for frivolity's sake. Oh, he's using big words. Frivolity. <laughs> uh, I never heard that word in my life. Um, but he's doing that because I'll just play the first second of Common. I, I made the clip on Twitter and then went viral of Common's interview. But how many times have we seen this? That I saw on High 97. When you get a negative backlash, you always revert it back to, Oh, there's bigger things we could be discussing here. You bitch ass nigga. Like you could have done that yourself. Look at this. Look at this. 
He's not a bitch, bro. He's, he's a, not. He's, he's a not. very I'm revolutionary sorry. man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Very, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not using that word. It might have been a bitch act. It was. Right, for sure. Fans understand something about me. I never want to attack someone personally. Especially when we talk about actions. these topics, though, yeah. because the fan base it's, that he yeah, has. I've seen. I'm not talking about him. He's a great human being. I've loved most Def since I was introduced to him by Kanye back in fucking um, college dropout. I understand. He's a great rapper, yeah, yeah. a great human being. I understand. I'm sorry. It's the act itself is corny and bitch assness. So this is the clip of his friend, close friend comment. Look what he said in the beginning. Oh, to me, um, I think Drake comes from hip-hop like when i first heard him rhyming i was like yo this dude rhyming and that's it that's all we needed to hear i have the whole clip though if you guys want to check it out on my instagram <laughs> on it's a vibe because i saw it too like he defended drake yes he defended drake and also on top of that common lost the rap battle with drake because he had a rap battle with drake and then drake dropped Stage scheme. scheme. It bothers me when the guards are turning into broads. That was for Common. For Common, bro. Common got annihilated. Pusha T got a slight there too. And it was also, it was like every club you go that year, they were playing that song. Mm -hmm. You can still play that song to this day. You think Common wasn't hearing that song everywhere? Stage scheme is crazy. So Common took the L with that. And on top of that, obviously it was over a woman. You know, yeah. but they mo both moved past the woman, which was Serena Williams, I believe, at the time. It was Serena Williams. Yeah, both of them were dealing with Serena Williams. That's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. As soon as ended up with a white man. And in Common now is with uh, Jennifer Hudson. Insanity. Bro. And last year he was with Tiffany Haddish. Common now, he'd be sniping. Nah, he God sniping. bless these guys. Even Drake, God bless. <laughs> Top snipers. Um, but... But most Def Common, Chicago relationship, they've known each other for years. Yeah, that's why he spoke out. Because it, it looked, he was like, damn, even Common... You know, it's publicly, and it, and it made it more, well, I made it more viral posting this. I knew people were going to love it, and but most def, definitely saw it and was like, hey, you know, fuck. Even my boys saying this, maybe they yeah. talked behind the scenes. But the interesting part was the fact that he reached out to Drake, and Drake hasn't responded. Good. Drake has not responded. This is so, this is crazy. So most def officially responds. You know how goofy you And hit up now, Drake. Bro? He hit up Drake officially, most def, and Drake has not responded yet to most def. Basically, he probably apologized. He probably was more apologetic than in the video and the message to Drake. This is behind the scenes to be private. But then he's Drake like, song. "Yo, why are people focusing on this, W's brother?" In the because chat. you answered the question. If I was most deaf and really felt that way, I'd be like, "I would have uh, said that instead of what I said." Yeah, and I'll, I'll be like, because he and the following and the continuing of the interview when I watched the full thing, he spoke about Palestine. The most of the interview, like the most the most important parts, was that and the amazing perspective that he gave because he's been talking about it for years, but. Be like, oh, let's not talk about Drake right now. Or like, move past the question respectfully, uh -huh. properly. And he's cool with the girl. He could have told her, let's edit that out. Let's not even talk about it. I want this video not to be about that. She would have understood because she's like that. She looked really start, cool too. You started too. off with a chuckle. Yeah. yeah. You start off with, hey, this is my point, bro. Laughing. This is why I'm frustrated. Because, yo, you could have literally said what you said in the video right now. We don't have to talk about this. This isn't important. There's more serious shit going mm -hmm. on. Instead, you decide to be a hating ass nigga and laugh. And now... You're a Drake song. Yeah. How many times has Drake told us about niggas who hate on him, and how they try to hit him up once the fucking gun is about to be shot at, shot back at them? So, so is most deaf. Also, maybe scared. He is scared of the Drake song because Drake yeah. did post that he's recording a song. Yeah, that's what happened. So this is all happening after that. Is yeah. is, is most deaf like damn Drake might start like, like he might drop a song. Common disagrees uh, with me. Drake is talented. Fuck. Wait a minute. 
I'm getting flamed up about this. You became a Drake song, buddy. Sorry. Bro, Drake made Most Def go on Instagram Live. This is crazy. I didn't know Insta- I didn't know Most Def had a cell phone, an Instagram. This is insane. This is why I can't defend the nigga, bro. Because you sh- cause you're, even your apology shit to me. You're saying the things you should have said if you actually believed them in that interview. Not only that, you're using that situation to quote-unquote try to bring light to what you originally wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Stand on your hate, nigga. Damn. But I do hope. You should have stood on his hate. I I do hope though that they do connect. I don't. You should have stood on they your will. hate. They Not will. Not get torched. They will. I feel like Drake will over. No, Drake's petty, bro. Drake's Drake, a, no, but Drake's a, a, a fan of him. He's an OG. But there's a fan of Pusha T. But then maybe Drake's gonna be like, ah, we can be cool. He's like, let me drop no. this song first though. Yeah. Or like. Maybe Drake's not gonna respond. Be like, let, let him respond through music, nigga. Bro, we talking about the same Drake that's been saying for the last three years that he's tired of being nice to people and letting them have a free pass. He's gonna destroy their careers now. He's been saying that in almost every. He said it on Churchill's downs. I'm <sighs> done with you, niggas. This I'm gonna crazy. I'm gonna torch your ass. He said it on that on for the dogs. I'm tired of being nice with these niggas. I'm gonna torch their ass. Well, I hope so, bro, because this is what we fucking need. He, bro, that's it. He's done, nigga. Please, back to and back, gl- back to back, part two. I'm glad. I'm glad. Most Def should have went about want, that better. I want music like that, man. I'm tired of this bitch fucking dancing music, man. Because if Most Def was really about the shit he was on from the jump, on that hating shit, because I'm a hater. There's oh, an no, art to we hating. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We There's know. an art to hating. There's S- an art to hating. S-tier yapper. S-tier yapper, S-tier hater. I thrive off it. Uh, to be a true hater, yes. you have to stand on it and be consistent. 100%. You have to wake up and hate. 100%. This nigga was in that video, and what do you do, Vic? He laughed. That's hate. Marlon, yeah. he laughed. That's hate. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then yeah. apology video. What is he doing? Mm. Back. Mm. He's an amazing rapper, man. Like, you know, yeah. we shouldn't no. focus on this stuff. I, we have I, to focus on I the. I agree. Main. I agree on standing on business when it comes to hate, bro. You know what I do every <laughs> time. You know what I do every time I wake up, bro. The moment I wake up, there's like a stack of. Oh, hold on. Let me put the camera on. Wait, what? Of what? There's, there's, there's like, a, there's like a stack of like Playboy Cardi, like just pictures, like next, like on my, on my nightstand. I wake up, I crumble that shit up, boom, basura. Every day. That's an S tier hater. I stand on business. You know what I'm saying? That's a nigga that stands on his hate. Talking about food chain. Standing on business. Nigga, this is a hater dictatorship. Nigga, fuck you talking about, bitch. It's a revolution, nigga. So what we're trying to say, what we're trying to say with this (laughs) argument, right, is that we need more better music. You know, Mm -hmm. we need beef in hip hop and R&B, not in R&B, rap. We need the beef. You I wouldn't know what mind saying? some R&B beef. And no, honestly, it, I wouldn't mind it either. Who would beef though? Damn, R&B. Why that'd be terrible. God damn it. No, no. Actually, R&B niggas are realer than the rap niggas nowadays. So they might actually fight. I'm scared. Niggas might die. I don't think I want that. Because Chris Brown was gonna kill people. You don't remember <laughs> when he who was he beefing with? Well, because Chris Brown's uh, he beefing with Frank Ocean. Chris he Brown's... fought Frank Ocean. That's what it was. He fought Frank Ocean. Yes. Remember in the studio? At a club or our studio? Yeah. Yes, he be, studio. He fucked that nigga he's, up. He's a blood, bro. Nah, bro. R and B niggas is with the shit. Chris Brown's a pyro. He's a pyro. These R and B niggas are with the shit. I can see Brent Fryas like beating the shit out of a nigga, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't see Brent Fryas beating no one. You said Fryas? I said Fryas. He's not related to you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he wants us to be so his cousin so bad. So bad. He's Dominican too. Dude, he's Brent, Dominican too. Brent, We're cousins somehow. What Brent are you talking about? Brent Fires ain't beating no one up. He, I believe you could beat someone up, Brent. <laughs> That's such dicky, isn't it? <laughs> That's such dicky. That's too dicky there. Wipe That's, your knees off, bitch. God damn. Get up, nigga. Yo. Yeah. Like, get up. That was some dicky. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy, dicky. <laughs> yeah, I just broke for another nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yo! Oh my god! You, 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 you got, so much dick! You 
got you got you got a little bit in the corner of your mouth right there. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. Oh my god! Damn, Jack Harlow has the number one song in the country again with "Love It On Me." It's back to number one. No way, bro! Who's listening bro, to that bro. shit? Damn! Yeah, and bro, Taylor Swift number two. Bro, his his he was actually really he. I liked I liked his verse on the on the on the on the lemonade shit. He he was good. It was cool. phenomenal. That's a ten out of ten song. It was yeah. good. That was with good. Dave. Yeah. That's a ten. But "Love It On Me" number one again. That's crazy. They're doing something. What the fuck is going on? Taylor Swift at number two makes sense. It might, uh, you know what? My, I think what it's trending on TikTok. What the fuck is going again. on? It's probably trending on TikTok again. Those are TikTok streams. Oh my god! It's a catchy song, man. Drake, I think, I think Vic won the argument. These old heads can't tell him shit. All the ones that are on their knees for most deaf, most deaf is scared of Drake bars. I think he's scared. I really want to see what all, all the people like that were defending most deaf and this. This I want to see what they're gonna say now. This is crazy. The fact that the guy that you you guys were defending <laughs> now came out and apologized is wild. This is crazy. It's like most dev spit on y'all face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, because at least Kanye was consistent with his hate and disrespect. This nigga most dev folded in like three days. You know what it is? That, That's that, bro, crazy. That these guys defending him, they're like... They're like <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, that's like, crazy. That's, that's what they did right that's now. That's crazy. Bro, Most Dev today learned how to sign into Instagram <laughs> and go on live. I guarantee you. Deborah! <laughs> how do you do this again? <laughs> I guarantee you. Unless he goes on live every Sunday or some shit. No. I had, I've never seen it. No. I would have seen it. Nigga, you saw how many likes that video had? Nigga, he got no followers. Let's say had 2,000 likes. It was a good amount. Vic. It was 30 minutes ago from the live. Nah. So after it's gonna gain some views. Let me see what his shit's at right now. Then look it up, Yazim Bay. That, that is a terrible IG name, by the but way. But I did want to say real quick. Uh, rest in peace. The Pentagon has identified the three soldiers that died in the Jordan strike, drone strike that happened over the weekend. Um, Biden says uh, the U.S. will take all necessary actions to defend our troops after drone strikes. Uh, back the uh, the back the group uh, where the killing this, this drone drone strike back group kills. U.S. troops, three in Jordan, American soldiers. The three of them were black. Sergeant William uh, Jerome Rivers, uh, Special Sergeant, I think, Kennedy Landon Sanders, and Special uh, Brianna Alexandria Moffitt. Three black soldiers died in this drone strike in Jordan uh, overseas. Three soldiers. They all happen to be from Georgia as well. Uh, Tower 22 is the name of the outpost. Where outpost, outpost, outpost where the attack occurred and has about 350 military officials deployed there. Um, and I think I spoke to someone recently that knew the person, one of the people that died as well. So rest in peace to these um, American soldiers that have passed away in this yeah. drone strike that rest happened. You know, during the Gaza War, everything that's happened in the, in the world, in the world, there's more uncurring conflicts happening. And this was a sudden one that has arisen and the soldiers have now passed away. But... We shall see what happens. Unfortunately, now, more death is just going to come. Yeah, now that you mention that, should we mention the whole thing that's happening in Texas? With what? With the whole border shit. <coughs> mm -hmm. and like, so what's happening? Is it something newer? Yeah, so um, in the state like of viral? Texas, they're trying and to... And there's... Uh, sorry to cut you off because I know I'll forget. There's a, a good amount of states now backing up Texas. Um, this is a very serious issue. I don't know enough about it. This is what I've seen. Do not take it as fact. This is, again, what I've seen. I haven't been able to fully fact check it, so I'm not going along with it. But I guess in the state of Texas, they're trying to protect their borders in different ways. 
and they're putting up um, il- illegal barricades that, like the 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 wires, the, the barbed wire, barbed wires, wire yeah, to stop people from coming over to the fence. I guess it's a federal crime. You're not supposed to do it. And it went up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, and well, and at houses, people's no, houses, or no, just at the border? At the border. At the border. At the border. Texas is going about their about their own measures to, to, to protect the border. Re- yeah, and I guess, and I guess it's violating federal law that exists. You, they went to the U.S. Supreme Court with the decision. Yeah, Supreme no. Court sided with the United States and said that it was what they were doing was inhumane, and Texas is still doing it. So damn the tech, and this isn't that's a, that's crazy. That's they've, insane. They've they're fighting been, against the United States government now. Yeah. The federal government. Here's the problem. What usually happens in this situation, because it happened when I think the last time we ever saw this happen was with uh, Brown versus education. When Alabama, I think it was a state, um, they didn't want to desegregate schools. So they brought in the National Guard because the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that um, desegregation was constitutional and segregation wasn't constitutional. So um, they came in, they forced the, the, the desegregation policy. The problem here is Texas National Guard is the one putting up mm-hmm. the illegal barricades. Mm-hmm. What the hell? So who the fuck is Biden going to call in? If they're the ones behind it themselves. And there's there's multiple states now siding with Texas. Because it's now a states' rights issue. Uh-huh. Holy but, shit. But the, the thing is, people don't understand this. It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. The Supreme Court say, can say whatever the fuck they want. This was proven during Andrew Jackson. The Supreme Court ruled that Andrew Jackson's removal of, of Indians was illegal. I'm not going to call them Indians. The Native Americans, indigenous population. The Trail of Tears, remember we learned that in middle yes. school? That, he, they, the Supreme Court ruled it illegal. Andrew Jackson said word by word, the, 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 the head of the Supreme Court at the time, the Chief Justice, was, yes. um, ah, I think his name was Marshall, some shit like that. Marshall James. <laughs> this nigga's crazy. But that he told that bro, it's one of the most historic things ever said in US history. Like it's up there. He said, You can tell the Chief Justice to enforce his ruling if he'd like. And what the fuck? Because it was true. If the the, the way it the, literally, bro, the Supreme Court has no power. Yeah. In essence. They can't enforce their own rulings. The the um how it goes in the Constitution is the executive branch has to enforce it using yeah. the military and the National Guard. Mm-hmm. So if the states don't follow the federal guidelines, the rules set out by the Supreme Court and the legislator, then that's when the executive branch comes in and says, okay, we're going to check state rights using the military. Yeah. Andrew Jackson was for the removal of Native Americans. So when the courts ruled against him, he said, okay, you go enforce it then, bitch-ass nigga, because I'm not doing it. Guess what happened? They still forced out the Native Americans, despite what the Supreme Court ruled. My God. Nigga, it happened when Obama was here. When Obama was in office and federal law and the Supreme Court ruled the whole marijuana situation, they just didn't prosecute any crimes regarding marijuana on a federal level. Jesus Christ. You get the choice. You can choose whatever you want to do. Now that's happening in Texas. They don't know what they're going to do because it could lead to a civil war if Texas decides to. Yep. yep. So is the question is, are all these people, Rogan, all these famous celebrities have left L.A. and gone to Texas or just gonna move out of there again are you gonna sit there and watch someone leave the union again that's the question like if texas is willing to die on this hill because texas has gotten more popping than ever before yeah all, like, all the southern states have yeah like people are going over the there like is, crazy there's a lot going on in the border man uh there's a lot of people coming in that probably shouldn't be you know what i'm saying and that's like one of the main arguments yeah. what did trump call them 
Oh, they're dogs, rapists, yeah, etc. Thieves. No, but, okay. but he was talking about Mexicans. Yeah. I'm not talking about Mexicans right now. The, the argument is Central Americans. I don't know anything about the border. I can't speak on the matter. There, there's a lot of like from like uh, from like where the war and shit's coming on right now. Yeah. People coming from over there. There's a lot of civil wars in Latin and America. and you look at them, bro. I'm talking yeah. about like these motherfuckers walking around with face tattoos and shit like that, with guns and shit in their face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, they don't give you a good perspective <laughs> of, you know? So, like, uh, we really letting just anyone come in. Yeah, and so I, get, like I, I get that, but then I feel like they got to do a better vetting process because my thing is, like, from what I've seen video of, a lot of them, for the most part, are families. You know, just like my parents you for know, sure. came to this country for sure, for sure. as immigrants because they have kids and they have families and they want to have a better life for their family. But, but, but then there's control, obviously... Bro. They don't have enough people to, yeah, to, to patrol. To vet them they and don't like have enough. Scan them and see who these people are. But then they have background plenty, checks. plenty of people to send to other fucking countries to butt their noses into fucking wars and shit like that. It has nothing to yeah. fucking do with them. Then you have double down you know on the border patrol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I can see that. take care of what's happening in your fucking country... Before you go fucking put your nose in some, you know, like, come on. I can see that. But I just don't like when, that's always been one of my main issues with Trump. Like, I didn't like what he did with the ICE stuff. And like, during that time, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I saw the whole documentary about it. I didn't like that. I am I'm, I was really against the way, because it was just like dehumanizing, like it's just categorizing them all as like thugs and pieces of shits. Yeah. That is not the case at you all. You know what's really funny? You remember the, kid, the cages they were putting kids in? Yeah. Yeah. You know Obama and Biden, the one that did it first? Yeah, yeah Obama. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, this is why, like, politics is so funny to me. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the same brand of politics. It's either part you know, of you know the, the same Let's put them in a, in, a, in a better cage. You know what That's the what cra- they're going to do. <laughs> That's literally. You know what the crazy thing is? What Central American country, the president did that? Was it Salvador? What, 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 what the cage stuff? No, no. He he went and he told, the, like, officials and shit like that, anyone that looks like a fucking, like a, like a marero, like a drug dealer, whatever, jail. Yeah. That's, oh, I know you're talking about Salvador. Well, I think is it, it was. Salvador or Ecuador? I remember they something they, like they that. They arrested like bro, um, like a th- like three thousand people, bro. bro. It was insane. Yeah. Cleaned bro, up everything. The, bro, cleaned up everything, bro. The fucking yeah. it, the 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 everything <laughs> is like up in that country right now. It's it's like one of the safest. Oh, Ecuador. Ecuador is one of the most amazing countries right now. I don't think it was Ecuador. I think so because the president. I think Salvador. I think it was Salvador. It was crazy, bro. I remember. I think it's Salvador. Because what he's talking about, they did a whole like PBS. Uh, it was like a whole cleaning, bro. Yeah, it was. He he said anyone that looks suspicious, like think jail. Because my dad loves the um, president of Ecuador right now because he's doing amazing stuff. Yeah, I heard. I heard his. I'm pretty sure it's Salvador. Because my dad was always talking about it when he was looking at the It news. was the biggest law and order push in the history of Latin America. It was insane, Which bro. is crazy. It, you know, it seems inhumane. Yeah. Right? But was, like, it looked like it. But goddamn, bro. That shit did a lot. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's what been one of my things with, with Trump. I didn't like that. And I also don't like the any politician in general who just like, oh, recount. I won. Uh, like, bro. That whole co- concept. Yes, there's going to be a percentage of votes that... Are fake votes, etc., but not to the height of you. You got robbed of the election. That's not the case. I think he lost by like twenty million votes. Yeah, like you did not. That is impossible. You were. You did not win the election, Trump. You know, and same with who else was like wanted to recount? Wasn't it Hillary? I think Hillary wanted <laughs> no, to recount or some shit. I think his issue with Hillary. Hillary won the popular vote. The popular vote. Most. Yo, this is the saddest part about America. You see, I don't get that. So let me explain it to you. Because it's about the most important states. It's not about the um just the overall. So when the founders when the founders what started deem, what deems an important state. No, so this is the issue. When the founders wrote the Constitution, they had a problem. They didn't want to. They didn't want to remove slavery, but a majority of the southern states that were involved in the Union at the time 
their population was majority slaves. Yes. So a southern state that was the fucking size, that was five times the size of Rhode Island, right. had a smaller population because, than Rhode yeah. Island because it was mostly slaves. Yep. So they did the three-fifths of man concept, and they did um, the electoral college to make it easier because yeah. that way you'd have a more representative demographic where a state like California wouldn't single-handedly decide who president of the United States would be because it's such a large state. Right. So that's why we have like the Iowa caucus and the so ne- those caucus and yeah. Nevada and Nevada stuff because those, those are important states. So they they start those elections early, or et cetera. I, so those those Iowa's primaries, important. those so those primaries are designed to like give you a reflection of what the the nation is thinking of. Primaries give um, everyone kind of they they say it's a fair vote. And who's going to represent their party? It's never fair. None of this shit's fair. This shit's all ass. <laughs> no, it is. Like, we've proven that the Torque College doesn't work. <laughs> but, because it doesn't work because of this reason. By population, there's more Democrats than Republicans. I think it's like by 10%. The issue is, when you look at the electoral states, Republicans are more spread out. Democrats are congregated, all in similar areas. So we're all in major cities. We're not in the flyover Rust Belt states. And people will say, well, those are only three or four electoral votes. They're barely any size. No, nigga. Three or four electoral votes for like 15 states adds up, nigga. Yeah. And then what happens is five to seven states are left to be battleground states. Those are the states that always flip. We call them swing states. Florida's a swing state because it's half Republican, half Democrat, the population. Michigan's a swing state. Minnesota's a swing state. So you get like that that confusion there because people are like, oh, why are these states so important at the end of the day? Because these states never stick to one side. You know who can save all this, I'm, though? I'm good off of politics, man. Who can change all of this? You could probably rewrite the whole fucking Declaration of Independence. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. She could probably do all that shit. She might. No bullshit. I, you know might, I might actually agree with that, yeah. You Taylor Swift saying? might have the power to change everything. You know what I'm saying? The question is, do we want Travis Kelsey to be the first man? First man, first man. Bro, she's so diabolical. I think she might want to be president. <laughs> the way she be looking, bro. Niggas don't <laughs> the way she be looking. Tato, watch Th- when it there we have it. Um, oh but breaking God. news right now, uh, Rajon Rondo, NBA player, I was, just ju- saw that. was just arrested over the weekend for unlawful possession of a firearm. He had a gun, drug paraphernalia, and marijuana, all misdemeanors, reported today, Monday night. This is Rajon Rondo, 37 years old, in Indiana, the state of Indiana police. Um, Wheels t- told the outlet to search. They searched his, uh, his car and they found all of this. Uh, he had a bond and he was not allowed to possess a fire firearm because he had no contact order against him. Damn. So he didn't have, need. To, he couldn't have a gun on him. This is Rajon Rondo, my favorite point guard of all time. Mine too. Um, hopefully, it's not a John Morant situation. But isn't Rajon Rondo like not on no team, or is he on a team right he's now? He's on the. I think he's on the Celtics' his staff. He's like an advisor. But he's not like on the Washington Wizards or nothing, right? I don't think no, he so. doesn't play. He's just a coach. Yeah, I think he's one of the. He has one of the highest IQs in NBA history. So. No, he does. I think he'd be the greatest coach of all time if he fucking was allowed to coach. Yeah, his basketball mind's insane. Free Rajon Rondo. Free my nigga Rondo. The real Rondo number nine. Fuck you talking about nigga. The real Rondo number nine. Fuck you talking about. I, I don't want him to join Rondo number nine. I do not in jail. Um, but that, that would be ironic. No, he's not. Bro, it's Rondo. Because Rondo, number nine, named himself after this Rondo. But there we have it. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Club Ambition Podcast, cap, one, two, one. We are out. we we'll see you guys next week. They gonna love me for my ambition.